0: There uh, you know, are here with all these great speakers and really uh, people in the audience now, I the that are the only person at this conference who's actually been fired by my local
1: <laughs> I, I, I wish I could tell you that I'm open to carry rights in all of that. But uh, actually, I was the main of all of it. Um you know kind of coming up later on in new media. I still get like newspapers delivered online.
0: You see showing okay, online versus uh in the uh your physical paper you opened up. How many would you like to read a physical paper how many online? That's really okay. good. Bigger figure the the physical, but they're most familiar the sure. journey. I have some reason why mm-hmm. I was teaching at the same university before our attention was the adjunct. We have uh, as well as students who are younger, and even there, it's most half paper and so on. I'm not going to guess what it just shows that uh, there's something else
1: wrong in the uh,
0: My point here, the basic message I've been a little bit brought it's better to use some honey than the to deal with the medium. The media is a model that is described that way. It's not really a model. Don't so, so presume everybody's automatically opposed to gun rights in your organization. Yes, there are zealots. People like Katie Couric and her producers who did that headshot. A gentleman from Virginia was in it. He made this morning. He the conference. But they made him look stupid. They made him look like they have answers to their questions. But in fact, they did. their tricky it. You know, zero to nothing. Essentially crickets chirping instead of, instead of their answer. But you can my challenge you to find, find one person in a news organization who's fair and helping navigate. Sometimes we can get a close to of many, person in Especially oh, if you do a hunting or fishing uh, section in your sports uh your sports or elsewhere in the newspaper. Feel that person. On the other hand, you have places like the was course, uh, rightfully criticized the New York Times New York Daily News has gotten horrible. The fact that they had a front page story headline way on years uh, picture and it described as a terrorist front page has that for bias. Um, but again there are people of the news who will be fair who's both sides. I had not had many news last year. Um, so you know they don't look at my Overall, they do like the case that I was making. on It was a non omission, but they're still, think, despite my obvious uh, roots. So here are the challenges we face. John Lott has said, I well, wish at this conference, which is a great resource for our side. But he said the media doesn't understand their studies. You know, his studies about how non can reduce crime. Uh, all of these organizations are shrinking, which compounds kind of the problem for us. They, like the daily units I just mentioned, this year they laid off hundreds of people. So they're relying on
1: eight cards, <coughs> three labs,
0: photographers. Um you don't have that much original coverage. The editorial page they still do themselves, but they don't have as much original reporting as they did a year ago, two years ago. So reporters and upairs are just overwhelmed. Closer close friend mind is a network radio reporter. And there are very few
1: people out covering live stories who use network feeds feeds from
0: elsewhere. And then of course, some are just lazy. We know that. So that's our challenge. So if you're one, if they do a head job on the gun control issue in general, after school shooting or whatever, or if they do one on your organization, my suggestion is start instead of coming out with a whole barrels, appeal to their sense of fairness from the
1: other side. In fact, if you if there's something, we see somebody done a
0: couple of negative stories about the Second Amendment or gun-related issues, try to see if you can find out something else in their coverage that you like. Maybe they're a general reporter you like something they did in your neighborhood. So you can write to them or send an email or whatever. I appreciate your coverage on X on this neighborhood crime story, but could you ever consider how many lives are saved by guns? If you're wrong, ask for a correction. Uh, and actually, my favorite story about this is from my first in college, different colleges. We were both helping Jim Buckley get elected to the US in 1970. New York Times did a all the young people. The story they had
1: thousands
0: of young people helped me get elected. And uh, they did uh, a hit on me. I think it was just weird notating. I got a correction at age 20 from the New York Times. So if I can do that at age 20, you can get those sorts of things too. Use the letters to the editor column, TV news, mailbox. See if you have 15 minutes. Major papers have onus. Even if you're in a smaller mid-sized city, you may have somebody who does that function. The paper but it's only part time. Then of course we all know the comments in the blog section. If your article is very anonymous, very charitable, you can use them to make a very good point. Invite the media to your events, shooting events, university years, get them out there, it might really change their whole perspective. You get a columnist uh, interested social. Okay. If one paper is unfair to one column, whose organizations is unfair, get someone from a competing either media or institution. Okay. Um, all of them again, flag them if you can do it honestly. Basic message honey, not vinegar. And get uh, corrections wherever possible. Anyway, there are more options available to Straighten out the record, either in the organization or going to or another one. Honey, not vinegar. Get safely. The Holy the
1: and advancing the gun rights message
0: is our topic today. And I want to start off with saying that the gun rights policy conference is a prime example of advancing our message. And Illinois Carrie and our members of the people of Illinois are forever grateful to Alan Gottlieb and to the Second Foundation for the gun rights policy conference uh, event 2007 in Cincinnati, Ohio. That is a benchmark for us. Where, um, The seeds of hope were planted that we could bring concealed care to the state of Illinois. And we are now five years with the savings, the savings shift, and concealed care being um, recognized here in the state of Illinois. We're (laughs) very grateful. Only here is is an all volunteer grassroots organization dedicated to advancing the cost of in the state of Illinois. So that in itself makes advancing the general message a priority for us. And whether you are an organization or an individual, we recommend a two-pronged dual approach to advancing our message. The first one is to bring people to you by providing something they already want. We do this by providing information that prior owners and people who are curious are already. Information, answers to the questions about firearms, firearm laws, where to get training, how to get a firearm owner ID card, possible firearm choices, how to carry, information about legislation, litigation, and firearm rights that's in the news. We provide all of it at people.allwankcurry.com for our forum discussion there. We try to make sure that our website is friendly and welcoming a non-threatening environment where people can come and ask their questions. This is going to be a very effective tool for advancing our message because once they come to us for the information, then we can expand on the importance of sharing their message in their own organizations or face-to-face with their family and friends. We can impress upon them the importance of being involved on a local, state, and national level, and protecting our second Amendment rights. What we emphasize is sharing that message wherever possible, whenever possible. Being a source of information for just a couple of school board members a couple of years ago, that opened the door for us to share our message with school boards throughout the entire state. That sharing information has led to an ongoing effort to change our local or state laws so that we could have armed staff in our schools. It's process, but two school board members coming to us for information led to that. The other part of our dual approach is sharing the gun rights message face-to-face in
1: person. When
0: we were trying to get our concealed carry law passed, we had a role in the line, harry to do a town hall meeting in every county industry. 102 mm-hmm. counties, and that proved very effective in getting our message out and sharing the information and educating the public. We continue to do that, we continue to do town hall meetings. We just recently had a gun shop that uh, all of a sudden said, Hey, we've got a lot of questions. that have questions about recent uh, legislation that was passed. Can you come speak to us? And they did. So anytime we can get in a door to talk to any group, we have both. Also, there's the effectiveness of the personal-to-person messaging. Just take a look at how mom's demand action, I guess mom's demand attention. they have jumped on this with both feet and sharing their message face to face. If you look in the news, local the news, they are having meetings at your local library, they are talking to ladies' groups, any place. They can be we have found that they have jumped into this full force, fully focused.
1: And we saw it at the state capitol during this
0: last legislative session. They were everywhere they were affected. So, in summary, we want to advance the gun rights message to bring people to by offering something they already want information. Even if you're just the go to person on your block, or in your family, or at your church, be that person, share your information, friendly non threatening manner and remember from one right a favorite founding father, Daniel Adams, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate rate,
1: higher minority.
0: Keen on setting the brush freedom between the lives of men. Set those brush fires. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Derek O'Brien, president of the Kids Safe Foundation, a small nonprofit. I'm in Eugene, Oregon. And so today I want to talk about advancing the gun rights message. And so, and I want to talk about the evolution of me as as a gun rights advocate. Uh, So, about five years ago, I had an interesting situation happening where I was unarmed and my gun gun was actually used to save save my life. And so that gun was used in, in a purpose to, to defend, it was things in the And it was one of those evil pistol grip shots that, you know, uses and every day. But it was that, that pistol grip that allowed my girlfriend at the time as I was scrolling on the ground with somebody unarmed, and it allowed me to control that muscle and, and protect him. And so I, I used that that story and that message to reach a lot of people all over the state and to kind of counter the lessons of the other. Because I have a personal experience of how my
1: games used to fit in my life. And so
0: part of that evolution of being who I am as, as an athlete is I, I realized my approach was not working. And so what I did is I had to, I had to evolve. I, and that's my, that's my thought for today is the evolution of us
1: as young groups and young friends' Okay.
0: I've given a many day speech at on the on the courthouse steps or the capital building steps with a crystal group shotgun on that same shotgun slung over my shoulder and I'm reaching not even a quarter of the people that I can reach. And so with that, I started checking in to instructor. And then I started, you know, I realized that I was potentially exposing kids to a, a hazard inside the So I started doing research on programs. And I, I came up with mine. And so it was about four years of development, uh, two years of hard development. Um, we've been a passion for about uh, two years now.
1: And so what we talked
0: about is obviously big on safety, everything's safety, but big on perception as well. And it's very, very important that I, I control the way we're perceived as as an organization. And so that's why I, I stay able and when I talk about the other facts, safety. And very big on safety, and so that being said, it, it's, it's the way we deliver that message, and so we use that, that, that message, that use through imagery, um, powerful stories, you know, things that can connect with the audience, and so that being said, you know since the beginning of this year, we've reached over 400 kids and we're in Oregon, Washington, we're powerful, and California, talking about basic safety rules that can save their lives in different classrooms and fire. And so, obviously, the same person is we stop and touch one, we'll talk about okay We'll just take that concept for least that's what we're actually talking about. Anti-bullying part of our uh, program as well. We're to start to stop it. we stop it. We're going stop we And so, it's the goal is for, for us to, to reach as many people as we can by the way we can make them. the message powerful everyone. A lot of my experience comes, I go to the and game actually meetings, I sit down with them, and it's, it's, it's it was difficult at first, but I thought it was uh, wrong. We're on the same team, we just have different ways of getting about it. And so that experience can kind of help me shape the message and make it more well, well, well received by, by the public. Okay? So, one thing to think about with our foundation, uh, it's 5,400 kids, 42% of those kids that come to our program. Not have any guns at home, okay? But okay. the parents realize that they can be exposed to us, okay? So we have to be able to reach out, and that's why Sarah Kay, she's she, she, my kindred spirit, because we're coming the same college. We have the same goal, and we know how to reach the masses. And that's the goal. The goal is to be mainstream. Okay, I, I want to come out of the church. I'm here, and I'm very blessed to be here. And so, of those 42% that come to classes, 25% are all the up with us on the range. So we're actually teaching these kids handling and we're, we're representing our rights in a good way and a positive way. And of, of that 25%, 10 or 15 kids are actually purchase platforms to continue that education with us. The education is a the way a way present the information, it's all about safety, it's all about respect. It's responsibility. Okay? It's, it's, and it's empowering our kids to make real safe decisions when it comes to different processes your time Okay. Nine kids. Nine kids per day are, are heard across the country. Okay, we've got to do better. And we can't. Uh, and, and, and we're all I'm not preaching the choir because you guys get it. Okay? And it is we have to figure out a way to come together as, as Americans. But this is not a right-hand issue, this is a this is safety issue. And so for us to continue to do what we enjoy our freedom, we have to figure out a way to, to broaden the base. And so my goal is to be at the United and right And so I'm very, very thankful to be here today and actually to share some great people. And continue to do what I do. We can find more information about what we're doing. Our website is a of We're also on our Facebook. And so I look forward to to you guys and make <laughs> more points. So thanks so much. <laughs> Good morning, my I've um, just put that heard from the manual to schedule to speak today. he's currently talking about sending dead fish to all the Chicago in the attendance here today. But the code that I meetings it's I'll have you as a resident. So many of you remember, my books were designed as a tool for parents to talk to the paper of dungeon in a fun and interesting way. I can keep a chance of attention for more than two seconds. For the best minutes I will spend by advancing the government's message is in 2018 and by even more than educating ourselves, we must at the importance of the second amendment and its meaning for our children. In today's oh. American politics, many members of both the Democratic Party and as well also the Republican Party thank you we to freedom and defenders of the Second Amendment. They show that these so called patriots have learned little about firearms and the mechanics of the Second Amendment. Truthfully, many of them still believe that AR stands for a solid or automatic rifle, when even my nine year old knows that AR stands for a solid rifle.
1: Something
0: needs to be done to ensure that their future is secure and even there, to ensure that people are on right for the Second Amendment. Second Amendment is arguably the most important amendment in the Bill of Rights for the sole reason that if the Second Amendment is lost, America will be lost in class. As wrote,
1: the As Benjamin Franklin voted in the
0: federal case number 28, the representatives of the people, the bigger constituents, there is then no resource left than the exertion of that original right to self-defense, which is paramount to all forms of government. But those anti gun politicians, who despite their lip service to the Second Amendment, not by the obvious fact that they have gun unpunished. As such, they will do anything to get a gun control measure passed, whether in their language such as a ban on assault weapons, ghost guns, high capacity magazines, or by how they admit their opposition to civilian gun Their Their true goal, whether they will admit it or not, is for a bloody gun ban from private citizens. So how would these Americans, believe in our founding documents, to combat the bipartisan situation of taking away our illegal rights for personal defense, as well as advancing the gun rights message? My answer is that we must turn to our children. Unfortunately, though, TVs, tablets, and video games are raising too many kids today. Everywhere you look, there's a stage zone for watching thin-skinned adult babies cower at the mention of a trigger word or a microaggression. They're mentioned the name Trump without sending a group of people complete meltdown, causing them to stage cities in Congress and die in some We must make sure that the next generation is raised to be resilient and tough. In other words, and because I absolutely love John Wayne, we must ensure that our children have what Danny Ross to Mr. Carver as a person with true grit. We need to instill in them the importance of the Second Amendment as well as a healthy respect for firearms. That falls to the parents. It is their job to educate their children first and most importantly on guns. Don't forget, education starts at home, and maybe with my mom. Of course, while the Nancy we need People will say, this man is crazy. What if the child gets older than their parents death? What if they go to a friend's house and that parent is not responsible, and my child finds a Don't get me wrong. Accidents can happen, and accidents will happen. But that is no reason to abandon the Second Amendment. In the recently released injury crash report by the National Safety Council, the group of accidental deaths in 2015 had 489. The lowest number has been since 1903. So the advantage of the gun rights message, how do you talk to your children about firearms in the Second Amendment without scaring them? How do we train our kids to drown out the voices of the uneducated members of high society that properly utilize America's gun culture? Maybe we should bring gun-taking courses back into schools. They have sex and drug education, so why not gun education? Here is the problem with that. The program message falls on deaf ears because those of us who believe in the Second Amendment need no persuasion. But those who are undecided or teetering on the fence are not on an easy sale. We can attempt to use common sense and try to persuade them, but we live in an age of feelings and emotions, and that's why many politicians tend to be concerned with their agenda. <laughs> Just a week ago, we Gabby Kippers announced the last lockdown happening, where, and these are words from the Washington Post, students, student organizers nationwide are planning to display chilling, mm-hmm. lifestyle statues, depicting a panicked student. Couch under a school desk during a mass shooting lockdown Part of the effort this weekend pokers, four and that is to get voters, poor candidates, back the That's a problem. We use common sense on people and they use emotion. How do we combat that in the danger of the digital agents? There are many fantastic tools and organizations out there. We just work on one of them. Kids Save. I grew up in Los Angeles. Now that I'm a founder of Calcive guns, military guns, and bad guns. And the But all that led me to write a book called Safety On, the Introduction to World of Fire for Children. I walk around my house with my fire on my side for my kids to see. When I leave the home, when I do care it's so my kids know and understand why I care. They know that there are human people in this world and that is every attacking. Thus, this knowledge alone helps to awesome strengthen my resolve that one day after years to training and The migrants are married and have children of their own. They will also carry firearms with them to understand what the Second Amendment means for life, liberty, and the secret happiness. As Ronald Reagan famously said, freedom is never more than one generation from extinction." That is why the Second Amendment is crucial to our behalf. That's it. Hey Mark. Hi, uh, my mean, like uh, name is Michael Horsky. I'm the host of Arms Room Radio. I'm trying to PowerPoint presentation this year. So I should say, check the idea at RGRadio.com and CRS there, uh, you know, Just to give a completely off topic to anybody here speak Polish or Russian. Polish or Russian? If you do, don't talk to your neighbor this. no collusion, okay? Key means that it's like the uh, tailor or the uh, the son, so you know like Anderson or Jackson. It's the end of uh, at the end of the name. Bar board bar to make something. So you make something with people. People over here. Next name. Alright, so you need a uh, need one afterwards. Need your shot. I That's it i are here to talk about the traditional media. Traditional media. Traditional us the Traditional media. And, uh, the word, I'm to the traditional media. you can find as television, radio, and newspapers. Television, radio, and newspapers. you can still catch your hands on and uh, not have to, uh, you
1: know,
0: use your social media. If we can still catch our First thing you have to have is a resume if you want to get involved in this. You know, you need some bullet comments on your resume. Well, I'm sure everybody here is a member of the Second Amendment Foundation, right? We're not. Members who take us outside, red roof, right up there. That's one bullet comment. Another bullet comment in your resume. You're 2018, you've done a policy. Chicago, why Chicago important? Because Chicago says you're really to become the face of the enemy and uh, reach your message.
1: Right?
0: You're probably a member of your state organization, I'm hoping. member of Florida Care? Florida Carey, that's a great other bullet comment, but it just says Florida Carey. Uh, I, I put a little bit more on there under my bullet comment for Florida Carey. Eric, I see you back at Florida Carey. Are we going to lunch after this? There we go. I'm mean, the organizational policy sustaining. We're going to lunch. We're going to talk about this. Okay. Uh, I'm not only a member of Florida Carey, I'm a member of many other organizations. One of them is New Jersey Second Amendment, Society. I believe I saw Alexander here also earlier. Uh, I was here. Wanna go to lunch with us? we a little interagency coordination there between Florida Care and New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Obviously, it's a different joke. You don't want to be lying on your resume. But reach out to these organizations if you're not a part of them. You. you can help. You can ask questions. You can go to Florida Care and say, hey, what can I do? I'd like to do more. I'm trying to pay so I'm getting my information in the mail. What else can I do? Well, you can live over here. You can check see what's going on there. They may ask you for some information. They ask you, you live on the books and stamps. The law set said that, so you can't help. But you can build these resume conference without having to spend six years in college. License to carry concealed. If you're a concealed carry holder, obviously put that on there. You can put it on there your license to carry, defender of the second amendment, defender of my family. Instructor, Anything you can get in there, you know, that you want to grab it. Uh, you know, a professional business person in your life, you, you want to focus this kind of on what you're doing in the second grade three, things about the rest of your life as well. Traditional media newspapers, all right? We all have regular newspapers that you know your like what I was talking about, it's literally a law. each one of them's got one of those little wrap magazines, uh, one of Brian is a uh, Lego like, oh, you EP, there's Tampa Times. Contact those you know inside all the ads in there, there's stories. And you can contribute stories to them. You can write stories and you can give to them. You know how you can write stories? You send them your resume, with your story. But you see a story. I'll tell you the story to always have the file why I see still carry or why I carry. Have that one file ready to go. Anytime a story comes up, you can do local news, you know, please, please spend that time. My tech help reach you to get in there, radio. You know, I'm not in the radio business. If you want to be in the radio business, I'll tell you the way to help is to send us stories. I can have my stories from what you send in, from what the listener sends in. And don't take calls, there's not enough time to do that. We're in a very time to get our out. We only have about 10% of the need. So send those stories in. We we'll, we'll interact with you. We'll read emails on the air. You know, we, we do it all the time. So be involved. Be here and we'll sure hear the air to the resume Tell once you've got some newspaper, once you've got some TV, or some, some radio interview, reach out to your local radio local, local TV stations. This is your, your local place. I'm not talking to any other national or CNN or basic bridge or something like that. But you can say, listen, I second some supporter, and this has come up. Uh, they reach out. I, I hear from them all the time. They want to talk about uh, this value, that issue. Maybe they just want to clarify and see what awesome record is, what you know, they want to get a picture of it. And it needs to know so like friendly. Take them shooting. We take them shooting shoot all the time, just like Burke said. So
1: it's really, it's really cool.
0: Uh book is hireporter.com. Hire, Hire a reporter, what is it? a terror as far as I can hear. Sign up this organization. Yeah. Uh, you, you get out there and you become a source. It's people, it's reporters around the country looking for sources and experts and things. But will send you emails three times a day, morning, noon, and night, uh, for topics, gun policy. There's everything on there, There's everything you can imagine. Yeah, And you We'll get these in the one-third, we see policy and guns done this <laughs> Just Get in there, get there. that, it's wonderful. <laughs> you can be a source to answer them and talk to them. Because a source of many, many gun music you, do, you That's uh, a <laughs> Thank you, Martin. Thank you. Thank you Martin. To see if they help the reporter.com like you help the reporter.com mm-hmm. become a source for like I if they're doing a newspaper like I've never like, heard of it. It. yeah, yeah. 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 I wrote it out it's there about like that's right. yeah I was thinking since there's not been anything um there's some recording but I was gonna put all the organizations off that yellow page that are here and then every yeah,
1: there's
0: all as an
1: individual
0: I'll just do that. No. And, uh, I'll do that no,
1: no. And I said okay, so this is the way everyone in Yeah. There. yeah
0: out there. Pancake man is out there. David, Scott, four people. So they're not even all out there. It's fake, fakers. Yeah, they just come in and say hey, and then they leave. Unless they're actually chatting, there's any indication that they're there. Nobody's on a So. Gary So these are like flip-flops and short time. Oh, I'm David Darnie, and practicing turning who saw in fact I am at the conference. Because of a practicing turning who Solomon, that the judge dropped a printer on the property, I just want to speak on how the sector came to develop as moving to the right. Diagnosing this since I was involved in it from the beginning. It
1: was early
0: 1970, 72. I started. Elders, to I recognize this I'm going to want to go interview this before. And the so theme
1: was going to be the gun control does
0: not work as a matter of problem. And my editor was, he
1: said, you know, asking that
0: this is a law review, you should first deal with a legal yeah. subject. How about talking about that? At a second and I said, because this is the way everybody thought of these United States the uh, It's, there's no there. It's the a the a state's right at the location of the type thing. And he said, well, right on the
1: network. So now he's um, well, just
0: there's a ton of evidence here. There's a second amendment. Actually, it's an the <laughs> <individual> <laughs> right. And uh, no one published like a, like a really good that attempt at like putting audio the in the background, like a song or something. Of we it was just the motion I But I found that published in 1973. Super um, throughout the 1970s, there were uh, a handful of us who um, were published, it. most of us were just journalists, uh, academics. There was uh, Joyce Hopper, who was a professor of history, uh, Richard Gordon here, Steve Hopper, of course, a um, few were David
1: Kaplan, the late David Kaplan,
0: and uh, others. He's in my back. Early on in the second century, I just don't know enough about the second century. He began holding uh, scholars' conferences so on the second. After the first time, we were writing we'll the field. To get together, exchange ideas, give presentations to others, talk about our latest work. It was just invaluable in the days before the internet. We could just email somebody a PDF file. You want to get children have to mail your entire manuscript, which would be a pretty
1: thick. So, for the first time, we were looking
0: to get together and talk. And That's where I had all these people that like talked about the
1: C-Home Roaches and so on many, many others. Um, we
0: were working, we were publishing mostly in the library law library, so there's today, there's about 500 people. Now, back there, it was probably a lot of but still hundreds. The big names of Constitutional Law can't stop to read all 500 libraries. They read the big names. And we were publishing in things like Chicago County, Discovering the in this constitutional law These were you know, small to middle level reviews. They weren't something that big names going to be. And then in 83, Don Cates got one became Michigan law. They summed up all the evidence that we don't cover today.
1: Now, Michigan
0: argued might be one of the top five in the country, certainly in the top 10. It's the type of thing that big names might read. And I know at no least one person who read it directly, and was new for us. was Professor Shepherd of Texas. Some years later, he brought out his own article, the embarrassing second amendment, asking why the second amendment was given such second-rate treatment compared to the other amendments in academic writing. and he published it. With that, it started to slowly rule in the higher academic circles, which I would call the. Second stage of the Second Amendment. Uh, eventually, all the big names in Kondo would have been all speaking to uh, the Duke, Achille Barber, Viejo, even Larry Tribe at Harvard, very liberal, word, they all conceded that, in fact, the Second Amendment is an individual right. Now, the great campaign was still, still at a wooden defense, which was this. Okay, so you've got all the big names in Kondo, I understand. You start with case and that marks the transition to the third stage of the second amendment's municipal. A new team put together in like. month and month back in the back end of the major organization. How uh, old uh, Robert and Clark, quite decided to bring a second amendment case. Ooh, I don't even the right They chose the right circuit, the DC circuit court, and the closer to the end of the 17 in the last round. They chose a beautiful place and chose a very nice legal collective and went forward with it. As I recall, they lost in the trial court and they went in the circuit court. So, DC had to take the appeal to the Supreme Court, which radically increases the chances of the appeal being taken. DC had to take it, and i went um, to the oral all right under this stuff. So it is um, I forgive his name, who recorded the attorney for the district of columbia, but he was former with the US Solicitor General's office, William Swag. He, he spoke first. And about uh, two over two, two minutes into his argument, Justice Kennedy. Well figured over that Justice Kennedy who maybe called us, but forward report and, and Justice Kennedy the George. Kennedy asked a question
1: about. Uh, Two
0: maps in a second of a different And I realized, the DC intern didn't <coughs> catch that. Then about 30 seconds later, just a came out with a really obvious question to the effect of their targets, and nothing to do with it. It needs to be isolated, it's
1: similar trying to protect his cabin, his family against rotting
0: invaders, bandits, bears. I didn't have the end in the back of the road. A friend of mine was in the front row. had a new
1: case. I was trained. But he couldn't hide his body when his space fell. We lost two minutes in the and then I lost it. The of
0: course, we would to believe one, or none. It might have been one in color. They went on one again. We double down to the of and uh, put it on the right, approachable to the states. And that's where
1: we are now, 40 years.
0: Old, you know, when I first told us was there,
1: was there, was there, was it was very bad This is super great to know so right, so our, so
0: our so history so and how we even I think it's a very thing to me to know the more way way ways and of are, cycles are like different, different. Reasons for defending the Second Amendment or the rights of the Second Amendment defense. And this, we talking about this last week, which is self defense. I think it's important that it
1: people hear this stuff, but I don't think this is getting absorbed. I'm like interested, super critically interested.
0: Everybody else, is at them, look down. You gotta be super nerdy. I don't need to be super nerdy understand that it's, it's valuable, valuable, but this, this method, or this yeah. medium, is killing
1: It's poorly lit, yeah. the audio
0: is horrible. I mean, I'm taking a yeah. fucking shit, but this is supposed to be efficient yeah, flow of information. This is like a PowerPoint, and somebody who knows this topic yeah. is like yeah. a fucking info, what does it call yeah. it, it's all out. You know, research, the way to do
1: business
0: two hours, we start, I'd say it's speaker, but Maybe I we have to. I'm going to go talk to that guy and hang out if I can. and get as much info. I'll get it all sketched out in there, and put in
1: blanks. <laughs> all <guys> <laughs> Can
0: okay, you hear me out there? Everybody. All right. It's kind of hard to ask him to step off the stage when he's not here. I'm glad he's not here because he's got so much to say. He would have already been off the stage. Love it. It's fantastic. All right. Next panel. Coming up. This is always a good one. Your prescription for firearms free. I always say when I was the shop, Filling your prescription for free. These guys really are. These are
1: the endings fill your prescriptions for freedom. Sean Rodale, emergency medicine physician, doctor, promotion, doctor John Dean,
0: probably know, MVP, after surgeon, close friend, and Robert John, and a Association's and professional Where the surgical tie up one hand and then scale? I know exactly I, uh, did. Uh, I'm Dr. Sean Rodell. He's a new physician and an operating director. The doctors are usually pretty uh, good and uh, they give
1: you insight to uh, stuff in every time. To our director, Dr. Arthur,
0: who's been here for a long time. Year.
1: Uh,
0: year after year, DRGO has brought to light the bias that the mainstream medicine medical establishment has against our like eating neurons. Mm-hmm. And so the supposed medical research that that bias has good. been. Now this creates a false image that all medicine and all doctors think the same way. This has reached new levels this year as doctors have begun to use political affiliation in their
1: research and attempts to make the president, the president Trump's administration appear
0: associated with drug use. A recent article by Dr. James Goodwin tries to make this connection. It's called the association of Product opioid Reviews with presidential voting patterns in U.S. counties in 2016. We can see there's a lot of problems with that just over time. But there's more no problems with that than just the research itself. Number one, from a
1: respected
0: medical journal actually published this study, and it's completely politically driven. There's nothing really no science in this. There's certainly no medicine in this. Number two, they tend to associate. Following society, drug abuse, with the president of the United States action even before he yeah, was elected. Therefore, providing evidence really
1: really no, their assertions,
0: the fact that Donald Trump won more than 85% of counties in the US makes it impossible to not associate something the in the of the presidential election. And <laughs> it's even fairly common in the US. And in reality, this epidemic started way back in the administration and increased in the law of the administration. Two, um, it really has nothing to do with it. So what does all this have to do with gun rights in the Second Amendment? Well, if they can uh, discredit the Trump the administration, they think that they can win the next election and the Uh, Agenda Uh, and next next election cycle. But number two, they make these sort of associations all the time. This is what they do with their gun violence research. They take something that is out there in society that that, uh, is a problem and they associate it with something that isn't a problem. So they take what they call gun violence and they blend all of them in. God. and um, instead of associating the crime to the criminal. Let's look at one of those articles and uh, uh, see how uh, the logic follows there. And Pam Jenner, uh, a professor at Harvard Medical School. Now, most people would think, OK, a professor at Harvard Medical School, this is someone who is a regular old, someone who should listen to. Uh, us doctors here at DRGO understand that anything coming out of harm and school is probably going to have a pretty strong anti-divergence bias. Um, on top of that, this was just a published letter, but published as it was in a, in a, in a journal, uh, it's still out there. But as a letter, it's not going to be peer reviewed, it's not going to be scrutiny that
1: uh, actual
0: research article is going to. Be. But it was presented, and then seen by many, whether it's the general public or whether it's the mainstream media as real science. So Dr. Dennis' letter was okay. titled Reduction in Firearm Injuries During the NRA Annual Conventions. So he asserted that because firearm because experience firearm holders go to the NRA convention and Uh, They are uh, not producing their bounds, that uh, the amount of injuries is going to go down. So he says, let's see if we can follow this logic because it's tough. These guys never have straight lines, but let's see if we can follow it. 80,000 plus NRA members. Practicing with their guns. He also asserts that these gun owners that go to the national convention are uh, more experienced older gun owners, which may or may not be true. There are a lot of people who go to the NRA convention. Um, So then he takes and measures accidental gun injuries presenting to emergency rooms before, during, and after the national convention. He uses data from a single National Insurance Company. Now you know there's a lot of insurance companies out there. Not sure how to pick this one, but I'm sure it worked for what he wanted to do. Selection points, yes. So he found, here's what he found, overall number of accidental firearm injuries that presented to the week, presented to PR that week at the Convention went down compared to the three weeks before and the three weeks after. So he concluded. That those more experienced gentlemen must be getting injured during those other times because those injuries went down while they were visiting NRA convention. Now, <laughs> there's a few more and the obvious ones here. So, number one, there is no information whatsoever in his research whether the people that he we studied were even NRA members or if they went to this convention. He just studied emergency room visits. Now we know that there are at least 100 million gun owners in the US. We also know That's that there are no other ways. Because none of us are going to answer yes if someone calls us up and says, Hey, you you own guns? And then so, we're going to go with 100 million because it's easy for them. Only 6 million of those members are even NRA members in the first place, which is a great number. people and 80,000 of them went to the most recent national convention. So that's less than one-tenth of of like, 1% like, of the owners were at the NRA convention that week. And these are people that did can see studying. He only used data from one insurance company. We already talked about that. Yet he still comes to the conclusion that experienced firearm owners are dangerous because because of. Home. The problem is it's all about perception. You have a Harvard graduate um, medical school professor preventing your peers to do research. The public and the mainstream media believe it and believe it to be true. These are the types of issues that we deal with the RG, with DRGO every day, And we recognize the public has a perception out there that doctors have a lot of education. Issues. Patients and machines giving us the right information, but they don't. These are the things, this is our mission at DRG, to serve as a guard against biased, policy-directed pseudoscience that we can ownership under the guise of legitimate science. We're proud to be here with the rest of you fighting for our Second Amendment rights against all of this uh, anti-vent crowd in society Mark,
1: thank you so much. Yeah. I'm Robin, I'm the editor
0: for the FBI you know, so for better or worse anything you see that comes out in writing and states your mind I thought I'd talk about an example of what Trump referred to, in more detail. something that I think we do understand although we continue to hear supposed research that uh, to be able to identify these people and through widespread uh, um, restrictions, it's important to prevent their actions. We're talking about mass shooters. Uh, and I'm not talking about it because they are manifest on well. it just because they're talking about it. I
1: think we might know some perspective according to the
0: FBI there are well under Average of 100 fatalities per year in the United States, um, and they exclude domestic
1: violence and the kinds of I really
0: don't fit into that you know, that, uh, that example. Well, this represents less than one and a half of one percent of all and even less than one percent of all gunshot homicides. Perpetrators should yeah, be the of the However, as we most fuckin' yeah, that's that's happens the right? uh, so, uh, I don't know, know it, I that's a serial. I think of I'm right. sure you can see that. That's right. Right. It's it's right. A woman tried to shoot up the writing. this on Friday before we met. Virginia Tech, it was done by an Asian uh, Roger Stevens, um, um, and guess, uh, the days, so got to to on a Santiago Ruiz, who shot out a football at a airport a few years ago. Attacks are most often been sold by a couple have done the killings considered the uh, the Las Vegas strip shootings a few years ago, and the notorious center of the Christmas party. These may happen anywhere.
1: Rural urban suburban makes no uh, difference, but they are typically in these actors on church.
0: There are even exceptions to that. That's why I call it a road, live business. the laptop, like your
1: ears here, here, Nobody long has long hashtag you're, you're you're not here. Not you not here. So but, shut my I don't know it It really this
0: church. David said, uh, "How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? How much?
1: How much?
0: do. much? How much? How but How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? How is always
1: Yeah, about the
0: mental aspect of this, which uh, people really believe is secure.
1: Only four percent of
0: violent crimes overall uh, can, be, can really be attributed primarily to psychological causes. But these are major mental illnesses. Uh, but uh, schizophrenia, the parents. Uh, occasionally, in our control of so perhaps cancer. Um, <coughs> for example, the Aurora Cedar shooter has yes. The uh, Florida Airport shooter, for uh, Longer and, of course, the Newtown shooter had uh, At the same time, most of these illnesses, overall, aren't differences. And they're far more likely to be victimized. So that's, in itself, is not true to which one of them would mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, be It takes care for planning to pull off the shooting. There's a lot of logistics involved. I mean, getting weapons, getting ammunition, buying uh, the roots in, and possibly out, cavity that uh, go and and listen, to go you know, after. Statements. Uh, this is just an opinion, but I think that from that point of view, the judgment had a good partition to the, you know, the plan to carry out these things, even in the presence of injured internet witness, pretty much rules out uh, the appropriateness of the defense. I'm not guilty of using the exact. These folks know what they're doing, and it's very intentional. Uh, one thing that's very consistent about mental illness and most students is that these folks, even half of them, probably have a patient are not in treatment. Uh, people in treatment are not to be afraid of. You don't know which ones are not in treatment when you should. Right now, this is not a cause or anything, but it certainly can be present in some cases. Uh, whether toxication or withdrawal. Uh, what happens is, is these can underlying tendencies, they can cause variability, or they can diminish uh, random interpretation. all these can be factors that can
1: trigger the event. Let
0: me go the the most objective to uh, Obviously, the biggest current problem in the United is, is uh, radical fundamentalist Islam. Uh, these folks uh, believe seriously that unbelievers need to be conquered or destroyed in order for their faith to They are very rarely, for maybe just logical reasons, that refers to the end times. And uh, there have been episodes where a Christian or a Jew might commit a mass murder hoping to uh, move up the uh, timeline for that event. Now, there are obviously political overcomes to these things, too. And I think nihilism, these are uh, pretty empty deletions, of and not carried down and not, not going up, but I think they motivate some mass murders, too. It's so in the overall City body. And uh, I think it's pretty clear, for lack of other explanation, the man who is I'm sure, is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. um, but I just want to be really But this is another uh, clear and consistent fact uh, in these cases. Someone has a received version of it. For a good person or the society. This is narcissistic injury, narcissistic injury. You really are a of self-regarding. And you engage with people in order to for them to make you feel better about yourself. Um, but again, this is a trait many, many people have. It all comes out well over sometimes. So just having that trait doesn't mean Everyone that came out like this. Most people wrote around high on some they feel like they, they can get back and start getting people to, to admire the game. Okay. Third way of this is violent imagery in the media. Well, I think this is very important. You know, two things for a fact violent videos show to kids and in adults increase indicators of aggressive behavior shortly after. The same. And you know, a second thing, frequent exposure to anything negative, violent, desensitizes its impact on people and it makes it easier for them to do it. The uh, clear example is suicide prospect in schools. When one student suicides, uh, there is a likelihood of more students in your school or school district doing so shortly after uh, or the rapid. Put these things together, the big question is what about finite exposure to violent media? I think that's a big issue overall, in of course, in society. Um a New Town Shooter, you know that story. Uh, I think that increases the acceptability of aggression and violence in the way talk to people. But what do we conclude from all of this? I don't think stackers occurred to near shooter. None of them can predict that a particular individual will commit such a crime or win. So what's the moral of what we do? We want to maximize deterrence and minimize casualties. Yesterday a great young man, told us his answer from his personal experience. Now you know the reasons that came out too. Pardon the targets. Part of that is to be compared to the family that's today. And beware of any time for anyone. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much. My name is John DeVee. I'm the mm-hmm.
0: membership director for DRGO. I am a practicing PDF for me. And today I'm going to talk about um, trauma medicine in schools. Rob uh, well, Moore put me up to this, I know Rob is here,
1: sorry i home, um, oh, there we go,
0: back the okay, so, it um, so you're, um, you're sitting, uh, or you're standing at your sink, washing the dishes after breakfast, and you get a notification on your phone that there's a shooting, there's an active shooter at your school, okay, so what's your school's plan for this? Uh, do they have a school resource officer? Do they have armed teachers and staff? Or is there a solution to lockdown and wait for the police to respond? Okay, so Jay Aaron Leeds, a professor at uh, Purdue University did a computer uh, simulation study. We looked at uh, the uh, casualties and response times. If there's no armed people at the school versus a school resource officer, Versus a 5% concealed carry teacher. Versus if the school resource officer officers is a and a member of the school resource officer plus the concealed carry. Companies. And
1: what he found was that
0: uh, there was a decrease in the uh, time for response and also uh, the number of casualties when more people that were able to defend with the uh, appropriate type of force. There's a reduction
1: in casualties. Uh, just uh, fucking throw books uh, and, uh, at the asshole.
0: Capon, And Ed Monk gave a talk on his to study. He's an army officer, law enforcement officer, fire instructor, and also a high school teacher in two schools. And uh, basically, what he found out was that uh, there was one uh, person shot. Every 10 minutes looking at all these. Information. I think you're going on the slide. And then, uh, if there was somebody at the scene, there were single digit casualties, and if there was nobody at the scene, I mean, if there was no the, the, yeah, responder at the scene behind the waiver uh, for uh, the police to respond, they had double digits or worse. And so, time is on the essence. Next slide. So um, I contacted Joe Keaton uh, of the FASTER program, and he also connected me up with uh, Cameron McElroy, uh, who's a EMT, and so he, he talked to me about their program. And the uh, FASTER is a faculty administrator, safety training, and emergency response. And they teach safe firearms handling and partnership skills that They also teach crisis management skills, and then they teach common state. The the trauma first aid is fashioned after uh, the tactical combat casualty care course developed by the United States Special Forces and the Military. And the main focus is stopping the bleeding. Uh, That's the first thing because if you don't stop the bleeding, nothing else matters. Then you have to open the airway, seal penetrating chest wounds, and then evacuate uh, to a safe and more safer safety and and care.
1: That's something that no one's
0: talking about. So Why doesn't schools have medical medical training in tourniquets in every area? And That should be something that everyone agrees with. So massive extremity hemorrhage is controlled by using uh, tourniquets for the most part. There are two types of uh, approved tourniquets. One is called the cat tourniquet, or the uh, combat application tourniquet. The other one is the soft feet, which is Special Operation Forces tourniquet. These were both developed for military use. There's also a non approved type of tourniquet. It's called a rat's tourniquet. And that's the one of the bottom there. And the reason I mentioned that, even though it's not approved, is that children, the other two types of tourniquets aren't always going to fit. And a rat's tourniquet will fit children and also animals, so that's a good thing to have here at children. The third thing is sometimes kind of improvised tourniquet. And Faster people actually recommend using a triangular band, you know, the older And you can use that to make a. Uh, also, junctional hemorrhage. Now, junctional hemorrhage basically involves the pelvis, the groin, the axilla, and the, uh, the neck. Those are places where you can't put a turn to right. You can't put a turn to That's your word. Um, and so what they do is they, they talk about packing wounds, and there are different. There's a, a type of loss called quick clot loss, which actually has a chemical agent that uh, stimulates blood clotting. That's the recommended uh, type of loss. And what you have to do is pack them immediately and tighten, and then hold pressure on it for 10 minutes you be to get the bleeding Next, and then uh, tension thorax the and. Uh, so, so, really, this is also the sucking chest when we're penetrating through the chest. Uh, and uh, what we do is we treat that uh, with a uh, chest seal. Uh, so, that the air is in the chest every time you breathe in, if you put a chest seal or an the chest seal, it acts as a one of the valves. So, when you exhale, the air comes back out. You don't create the more thorax. If you uh, have attention to more thorax that's, uh, that's, uh, that's not too uh, the hard. We can use the, a large bore needle. Uh, to the decompress the chest as well. you don't decompress cases, the the, uh, the air fills one side of the chest and compresses the heart. It causes circulatory collapse, and obstruction. So if a person is talking to you, you don't need to put an airway in. They're conscious and, and responsive. For the, for the people who are Have borderline consciousness or
1: unconsciousness.
0: The first thing you want to do is uh, put them in a uh, recovery position, which is on their side. Um, You can also use maneuvers like a jaw thrust or a chin lift, and then you can also use uh, nasal pharyngeal airways, which are those are pictured up there, and they just slide through the nose and go back behind the tonsils. And then there are other types of airways that. Put it that right on top of the, the liners. Um, original mask area and the eye uh, gel. The uh, they, they're recommended is the eye gel um, because of uh, air transport, things like that. Uh, the, the original mask actually has air in it, and so if you fly, the air expands. So that's why we recommend the eye gel. So, does your school have a plan? If the plan is called 911 and wait. Is there a, a school resource officer? or well, there are training staff. Next slide. Do they have adequate supplies? These are commercially available. Uh, also, Faster actually has uh, uh, pre-packed things as well. And you can go to the
1: website, you can purchase your stuff there.
0: And most importantly, are people trained with the use of life-saving medical supplies? So you need to ask these questions from your school board. Principals and administrators. And I'll talking to you here and you in the general audience. Every school should have these supplies available and,
1: and not just a band-aid in
0: there. A lot of you know if we have first date-to-band aids and oops, I'm talking about nice saving supplies. And then we also need to have people treating using them, and they have to be there. You can't be the guy that, that, that you know sits in the office somewhere and is nowhere near So anyway, thank you for your attention. And I'm going to just uh, mention one other thing. Uh, DRGO has a program called 2.8.com. And what that is, is a matching service for uh, patients who look through Second Amendment rights perspective and physicians who are going to not ask the stupid questions that we all need to hear, such as, oh, you know, what would have done and restore restored safely and all that kind of stuff. We are all responsible people. And so, if you go to twowaydoc.com, you can sign up. Um, and it's a confidential service. I'm we really need to have to check that out because I don't have, have any doctors. to as well. Especially primary care doctors. Um, you know, in terms of, again, be, my um, it's a free service and it's, a, it's strictly confidential. It's not searchable. So, what we do is we will match it up and we'll send you a list of doctors. So, we want you to go to twowaydoc.com. Signed up and you can also access that at Georgia with Dr. West. Thank you very much for your attention. I really like that faster. I really like that faster. That's That's something after one of these maskings in the school. You could have done that
1: tomorrow. Dr. West put a turnicate everywhere. Train they're the they're teachers in, in, in every school district. I don't need do and what they they have in-service days where it's yeah, like it's something the something.
0: teachers have to go learn something.
1: Did you, you say, say something, it's something to, to be not, not advised? i All right, real
0: quick before we get to our next speaker. Is Brian around the DC point of the same house as we're applying you so for your degree now? Not there? Okay, very good. All right. Okay, coming up next. This is always fun. I scared the crap out of me. And I'd much rather be shot than stabbed. I'll tell you that much right now. So, second amendment ain't just about guns. And this is of course Doug Ritter, founder and CEO of Knife Rights. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It is always a pleasure to come
1: here you
0: know, to Rights policy conference talk to you a little bit about something other than that. Um, does,
1: does anyone here remember what
0: knives matter? Anybody? <laughs> exactly, all knives matter. As, as many of you may have noticed, knife um, rights was the subject of a front page article in the Washington Post last Sunday. Um, which presents the question to Julianne why are we still on Sunday if we have finally arrived? Um, as might be expected from the Washington Post, the reporter took a number of swipes of the Nigerians and used all the intellectually dishonest tricks of this trade to class the article against in an attempt to return his readers against us in an attempt to create anti-nive opposition, but for a media outlet as biased against the Second Amendment, for a reporter as biased against the Second Amendment as they are, it was a pretty soft hit. There are currently over 2,000 comments on the Washington Post site on this article, which is a very high number of comments. And what I found heartening was probably half of them were supportive of the efforts that we are making to get rid of my family. Over half of them saw through the reporters' bias and didn't buy into it, which when you consider who reads the Washington Post is a pretty good thing. What really bugged the reporter, what got him interested us in the first place, was how dare a Second Amendment organization get as much support from the left as we receive. How dare we the vast majority of our legislation is done with strong bipartisan support. A little different than that, because they're not. Apparently the worst thing of all for this reporter and his building is for their side to support a two-way organization which just shows how big some of these folks are. They would rather see their constituency continue to be arrested for simply carrying a common tool than to see their side support an organization engage in the criminal justice reform that they all claim to be in favor of. Criminal justice reform that ensures that if you're not committing a crime, if you have no intent to commit a crime, then you ought not be arrested, you ought not go to jail. They oppose supporting an organization who works to overcome be terrible lies in the arrests that we see in New York over 80% of the arrests occurring the old life are persons of color, even in white majority neighborhoods. But supporting an organization working to change that because we're a two way organization, oh, we can't have that. That, my friends, is bigotry. So let me talk a little bit now about the work that we accomplished. Um, last year it was a record year with six bills enacted, in including removing with sweetbread man in Illinois for those who were very, very, hard. Yeah. Uh, typical of an election year, this year has been a little bit slower. If you look at our record, many bills passed, it's like the roller coaster. Uh, election years are low and often years are high. Uh, but we still managed to celebrate uh, Louisiana's the Freedom Day on August 1st. Um, so their, their ban is gone. Uh, we still have a bill that we're working on you know, in Ohio, which we still hope to get done. So the total stands, in just eight and a half years, the Todd and I managed to get enacted 29 bills repealing peeling knife in 21 states. I think it's a pretty phenomenal that, the In Congress, this year saw the filing of a companion bill to the Night Owners Protection Act, including the repeal of the 1958 Convention. This was introduced by Senator Roger Wicker, and just like our bill in the House, it includes a true right of action, which is the real protection needed to enforce this law. Knife Rights, meanwhile, is actively opposing another bill in the Senate, uh, Senate 1092, uh, euphemistically called the Interstate Transport Act. I could go into detail about why this is a bad bill. But really, all you need to know is it's been watered down to the point that Senator Feinstein is okay with it being passed. We need to stop this bill. It is a terrible bill for night owners and it sets a very bad precedent for gun owners at the, when at the same time gun rights folks are trying to fix the Firearms Owners Protection Act with the same language that we have in the night. They want to pass a bill that doesn't include those fixes, so they can say, "Hey, look, well, you know, it's okay for nice. We don't need to do this for firearms." So, please, if you haven't already, stop by rights our website, click on the Federal Switchblade Act repeal, and that will take you to a form that will allow you to send an email to your senators and
1: congressmen to, to ask for
0: and to oppose after the New York City, pain in life, yeah. So our seven-year-old lawsuit against New York City over there of tens of thousands of individuals carried upon, upon uh, receiving a decision by three judges in the Second Circuit um, against us in favor of New York City and Cyrus Pham's Jr. And, and rather the, the attack of the Juniors.
1: And then just a few weeks ago,
0: in the Second Circuit rejected our petition for the uh, on appeal appeal to the entire court. So the arrests and prosecutions continue at the rate of four to five hundred persons per month. The majority of them are persons of color. Over sixty thousand people arrested and prosecuted the What comes next? There's only one place to go with this, and that's the Supreme Court. It's a big step for a little organization like Niagara but What we're working on, it, we think we have a circuit split, which is almost a necessity to get certain Working and raising money, big lift, again, for a small organization like us. But you cannot stop. It makes me nauseous to think to remember, of Governor Romo, Mayor de Blasio, Syracuse, Jr. Succeeding because we can't raise the money we need to continue this fight for the Supreme Court. I hope those of you here will spread the word, encourage your folks to make donations, and if you know somebody who would like to kick New York City's butt, We'd like to talk to them. And as if
1: New York wasn't big enough pain,
0: the state's highest court recently ruled that recently let stand a conviction of an individual carrying an assisted opening knife. He was convicted on a pain, a which is the only state in the union where this has occurred. And despite a vigorous dissent by the most liberal member of the New York Gills Court, the highest court, a vigorous dissent outlining why the rest of the court was absolutely wrong, and she hit all the right points. You which tells you something about
1: how strong a bigotry is. Make okay, no mistake about
0: it. This is bigotry. They hate us because of what we stand for freedom. Bottom line, if you live in New York, you probably don't want to carry a consistent open knife. If you go to New York City, you might want to think twice about carrying a knife that blocks over. Right now, either of those things. Have you prosecuted for an offense
1: with a potential year of jail?
0: For gun owners in the city, if you are just arrested for this offense, you have 24 hours to turn in your guns. Not if you're doing it, if you are arrested. But once again, Mike owners and gun owners are joined together in a battle that affects us all. A lot of my supporters have encouraged me to give up on New York, And it's easy to understand why, trust me, again. But this isn't about pouring good money after bad, how they look. We don't, we can't, we must not, just fight. Easy fights, the ones we are sure we can win. Bad precedent set in places like New York, California, New Jersey, and other bastions of anti freedom bigotry, all too often have a bad influence elsewhere. So we have to fight these fights as well. And sometimes we win. And hopefully, we will take this case to the Supreme Court. And hopefully, we will win. But if you don't fight, you are guaranteed to lose. So we will continue to fight. We will continue to fight the Second Front in the defense of the Second Amendment.
1: You can bear arms.
0: So I ask you again. What knives matter? Excellent. And now I have a drawing to for the public. I know. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: So, where is Jim? I'm up. up That's the news in my time. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. All time, all I'm going to have to over to you. i All
0: right, child safety accounts. Improving school safety without changing. Here comes Lenny Jarrett. Welcome Lenny Jarrett to the stage, please. Anyway. I've got to How go doing do an interview, so I'll be back to our steals this. It's Raise your, your hand. bye oh, <laughs> You guys are actually different from a lot of the parents that are actually in the school. A recent survey of school safety from of parents of kids in public school, 34% of them said schools were safe. So, you see, 67, 66% believe their schools are actually safe. Going to the urban areas, the numbers do change. There, 48% of parents don't believe their schools are safe,
1: which we can understand why, especially looking around what we
0: have in Chicago here. So, how many of you believe four out of five schools in the country? Had a violent incident or some type of school safety incident in the school year 2015-2016. I bet most everybody here would believe that, and it's true. Actually, so 79% is the number of incidents. It's over a million incidents of serious offenses happening to students. We go deeper and look into bullying. 20% 21% of students. Are bullied each year in public schools. That's about 6.1 million students are bullied each year. This leads to one of the other questions we always hear about school shooters, but which is more prevalent? The bullying and what happens in schools there, become the internal threats of bullying to violence by other students, actually, violence by staff members of the school. So we'll look at we'll a few more statistics and kind of answer those questions as we go here. So, you look at 12.2% of students everywhere are bullied. That's total. So, not just the ones at school, 12.2% of all students everywhere. Now, some of you live around here in Chicago and recently sure did a story on what's been happening in the schools in Chicago. They didn't look at student on student violence, they looked at staff on student violence. There was a track coach at one of the high schools here who raped a track star 40 times before he was ever dismissed from the schools. There were 430 reports of assault and harassment since 2011 of staff on students here in Chicago. This happens all over, there's lots of stories I don't know what it's up to, you can go to almost any urban area and see the same, same thing happening. So you would think that schools would be the one to notify parents of what's going on and there's an unsafe situation in the schools. Well one of the other schools here I had a music teacher that was having sex with one, one student for over five years. He also had sex and was bringing kids into his apartment, watching pornography and all sorts of stuff others with other students. Their parents were never notified even though the school had been reported to the school. That story is the story that finally got the Tribune looking into what was happening inside the Chicago Public Schools. The student had graduated and he posted on Facebook what had been happening to him in that school. Distributed the slide and started looking into this and digging into what Chicago Public Schools were doing, how they operated, and what they found out was very disturbing. TPS, until that time, didn't do background checks on their staff members.
1: They were in the classroom, they were not doing
0: background checks. This led to one cafeteria worker who had already been convicted and done jail time on sexual assault being hired for a cafeteria worker in an elementary school. Guess what? He started committing sexual assaults against other students in that elementary school. In fact, in several of the instances, the principals who should have been reporting this didn't report it, and they protected the workers rather than protecting the students themselves. They would actively try to uh, you can't, you can't be this. I uh, make these kids repeat this over and over again. They wouldn't even bring the parents in when the kids were being investigated, or being interrogated, is basically what they were doing. The parents weren't even in the room when this was happening. So hopefully that's going to start some changes throughout Chicago Public Schools. So Let's get to a little bit more here on some of the school student statistics. As was stated earlier, School shooters, affect less than one-half of one percent school of shooters killers. That's the collection. That, Not that school comes killers. from the Washington Post. Not known for, for being a friend of the Second Amendment. That statistic also looks, has looked at it over the last 19 years since the college made followed So it's a very, very low number. Yes, it's very, very impactful. But what happens is the media hypes those cases and does not look or even talk about the internal situations that are happening with the bullying and everything like that. What's going on, guys? So, school shooters, a few statistics about that. 71% of those that committed school shootings have no, been known for victims of bullying. 87% actually left evidence that they had been bullied. So, it was more than it was even further. So, it goes into a lot deeper. 34% had received a mental health evaluation, but only 17% had actually received a diagnosis of a mental health problem. Another statistic that you may or may not have heard, 78% of school shooters actually contemplated or attempted suicide. As you can see from all these varied statistics, though, it doesn't really give you a Complete picture because very few kids are bullied, or a very small percentage of kids that have mental health issues actually turn into school shooters. So there's no one single solution actually to fixing the problem. But as you can see, with 12.2% of students being bullied each year, less than half a percent are being affected by school shootings we get into a little bit suicide, but the bullying and what's happening there causes a lot more deaths. Actually, 7% of high school students have attempted suicide or, unfortunately, succeeded in what they were trying to do. In fact, for every one school suicide, 100 other students have attempted or contemplated committing suicide. So there's a lot more students dying or what's going on inside the schools and the media actually reports unfortunately because they like to report on the high profile of the school shooters this is one of the things every time there's a school shooting what's the first thing you hear? we have to do something that something is always we're watching band guns and they like to call it the do something disease it's typically a lot of people call it that's what i call it too it's something that we have to deal with, and look at—we have to start becoming on the offensive and presenting some solutions rather than always being on defense. What? This is what Hartland has done. We have devised a child safety account. We came up with this idea after the Parkland shooting. You heard from Kyle Hush yesterday, who was at one of the, at Parkland. We've also been talking to one of the qualified survivors, Patrick Neville, who is now a state rep in Colorado, and he is working with us on this plan as well. So what is a child safety account, and how is it going to improve school safety, it puts us on offense rather than on defense. This takes effect as it's looking at the child themselves, trying to prevent future problems, and giving them options to be able to escape an unsafe environment, pressure school, as a student can sit back in the school where all of his friends are just killed. He's got to walk by that area. If it's not safe, he's got a problem, he wants out. These kids are being bullied every day. The stories in Chicago, every day you can see where the students are being bullied. They can't get out because they have no the choice. Their parents can't move to a better school district. This starts to provide an option. And it doesn't cost us any more money because the way we structured this is a student That is, reports bullying or some incident that they cannot, the school cannot resolve. The school will give a time to resolve the issue. If they cannot resolve it, the money that was designated for the education of that child will be put into an individual account specifically for education, specifically for that child, so then they can choose another education option and escape those unsafe environments.
1: It can be used for tuition and
0: textbooks. We've also structured a lot of uh, low-income families who still don't have enough money to be able to afford getting out. So what we do is what's called Topping Off. It's where people and corporations can donate money to a scholarship fund that can then be provided to these students to help them. If you look at some of these programs that are already in existence, the stories are just how a kid was bullied and how he's completely turned his life around, how he's changed. You see the statistics of over 70% of school shooters were bullied, but also the whole 6.1 million students every year that are bullied. It's a really pervasive problem, and this is just one solution to kind of start fixing that problem.
1: Open the next slide.
0: This gives you a little bit more definitions of kind of what topping off is and how that would how that kind of works. But it allows the extra kid has been through very traumatic stress. Most likely, they're going to need some type of therapy to help them deal with that. So, that's where these scholarships come in handy, where they, are, they have the
1: ability to start paying for some of those therapies
0: they need. They could literally start taking some college courses and actually help themselves as well in those matters. Parents can also use individual education tax credits. A lot of states are going to use this already. Illinois has this already. It's typically mostly used by homeschoolers at this point, but it's something others can actually use.
1: Go back to my original question. Does school
0: choice increase school safety?
1: My answer is yes, it does.
0: Go to the next slide there. You can see there have been four studies done directly about school choice and school safety and how it all works. These four studies have been done in different areas Milwaukee, Washington, D.C., New York City, Patch, and Dayton, Ohio. Every one of these studies showed a positive effect. You'll see that in the right column. The first study showed a 35% increase in parents and students say their school is now very safe from what we chosen. The second study, Washington, D.C., was 53%. The next was 51%. And the last study, in Milwaukee, was a 48% increase. So, school choice works, it gives kids alternatives. And if you have us to be on the offensive against uh, yes, the do something disease, so which means they run the bank So, in the back of the actual policy, you can also go online and find our policy. The URL didn't pop up earlier, but it's a bit of which actually we'll get to it in two slides. But go to the next slide, I want to tell you, uh, is here locally in Arlington Heights, so we do uh, events every so often. We've got John lab coming. And especially for being here, you can use the code County and you can get a 10% discount. Or register to come to see John Lott, if you like in his book, The War on Guns, or Second Amendment, sorry. Um, but we do a lot of this. But something to think about when you're talking to legislators or talking to other people, ask the legislator, do you really want to keep kids in a school where they're unsafe. Why would you want to do that? We have to start getting the focus back on the children themselves and start working. Where legislators are working on focusing on the child, and the easiest way to tell a legislator to do this is fund the child, not the bureaucracy. Very simple, very easy. Fund the child, not the bureaucracy, and we have to get back to student-centered education instead of the bureaucratic nightmare that we have now. We'll also go to the next slide and we'll show you the um, link real quick. But so, uh, it's a uh, bit.ly slash child safety account. Or right, you stop by and see me out at the table and we can talk more if you have questions and stuff. Again, this is only one solution. There are many things that we have to do, as you've heard from the great speakers already
1: in the many things that we have to do. This is just one way to start
0: the process of ending bullying and increasing school safety in schools without changing any gun laws.
1: Thank you. So well, much let you
0: know uh, the Spectrum of News, the capital region of Asian New York, breaking stories. storages of Texas. Brother Andrew Cuomo is promising to expand gun control department's re-election campaign. Republican candidate Mark Molinero is somewhat in the middle. Imagine that, as he seeks a third term this year. We have mass massacres, it says almost on a weekly basis. These guys sold their soul to the NRA so they won't pass common sense gun control. Like we did in New York, and we're going to expand it even more. That's the
1: day. We also said that we, us, have a different worldview that we are trying to
0: impose on America you have to stop them. So it's just a number of Growing up in the LGBT community, this has been uh, just fun talking for years. And I guess up here now, Nicky Stoward and Aaron, you guys have some wonderful work.
1: Thank you very much for what you do. Can Green, show
0: of hands. How many of you have heard of the pink pistols? Great. Well, for those of you who haven't heard of the LGTB Gun Rights group. I'm Scott Scalo California Pink Pistols, and I'm honored to be here today.
1: A few items
0: here. The Pink Pistols was founded in 2011 response to hate crimes. We said enough for the future be victims. We have 50 plus chapters nationwide with at least 10,000 members and growing. Our model is simple. Our days don't get dashed. When critical seconds count, 911 1 1, how they arrive minutes away. By 1911, immediate response was better for from me. Hate crimes often involve multiple attackers. Guns give us a fighting chance. Challenging CCWs are a top priority for our organization. As Americans, we have. More that unites us than divides us. We are an LBTQ centered, not lgbtq exclusive organization, and we welcome all. Human rights, especially our right to our lives, are universal. Some people ask, why would a mm-hmm. the they encourage the LBTQ community come here to speak to you? Now we without the Second Amendment. All our rights would be breaked, don't approve, regulate, and destroy privileges. Without the natural right of self defense that the Second Amendment recognizes, our right to our very lives is illusionary. Regardless of our differences, observing, promoting, and protecting our rights for across cultural, political, and social divides. Your beliefs, political orientation, and gender sexual orientation are all independent of in each other. Why can't a Republican be gay or a Democrat straight? What really matters is the content of a person's character. Do they support the values of Jefferson, spouse and the Declaration of Independence? Do they support the Constitution, the rights? Do they support the above that their blood is red, white, and blue? If your blood is red, white, and blue, please stand up. Please stand up. Turn to the person standing next to you and thank each other for being here and give each other a high five. And well, while we're at it, let's give a hand to Alan Gop, the second new foundation of the Rose State Day. Overall, the LDD community is very anti-fat. Let's just spot my observations. These are up. emotional, not logical. Our beliefs, morals, values. We talked with Nicole last night. Man, he's barely (laughs) getting worded twice. Men's violence is never the answer, even to save one's own life. The combination of of nonviolence and a victim mindset needs to create someone who is viscerally Mm -hmm. anti gun. This emotional role affects other demographics. Well, would you agree? Breaking down these emotional walls for Maine would require some 9 incident in their lives to break through. For us, we need to operate with compassion, patience, and tough to run. Because the bottom line, we're the adults in adult June 12, 2016, 2 a.m. Orlando, Florida, Pulse Nightclub. Raptors as bombers entered Pulse Nightclub to kill days. 49 dead, 51 wounded. These arrived within 10 minutes after the first shots prior to having two plus hours of school ready clubs. Imagine you were trapped in that dark nightclub waiting for help that just outside but never came. The pulse nightclub was the 9 11 wake-up for the gay community. Deadly the majority of the gay community is still anti-government, a size minority, at least 30% now post 2nd amendment.
1: And we're
0: going to be that number a lot higher. Our of the post shooting, some good things happened. Governors, groups, and others stepped up over helping people like myself and arrived. Despite those differences, the vast difference, driver marriages were than the victims because the victims were seen not as gays, but as Americans murdered by our battery cowards and
1: traitors, jihadists and I suspect as many instead of his 72 virgins. Nice. What we knew about the killer was that he was a
0: radicalized Isis t a mixed Democrat. a fair fact. That FBI terrorist boxes. A rock his father was a big FBI informant. all shows by dependence on government, if it be a fatal mistake, you get to make only worse. The truth is despite the differences, Christian, the NLA, Republicans, and many others nationwide stepped
1: up to offer
0: training and other to the GDP
1: community.
0: That works by cold black heart. No one knew if the Pulse shooting was the first attack of the nationwide wave of mass shootings by ISIS fires against America. The game leadership still advocates nonviolence, so to can deal with mass shootings. ISO, what the?
1: We're
0: promoting real world options based on non aggression and victor mindsets, not victim mindsets. Before I turn things over to Aaron, I have a few words I'd like to share with you from Wed Patton, the first international leader of pink business. Wed Patton has been our national business speaker since 2005. When handled the immediate spokesperson and the action coordinator for those 18 years.
1: When suffered
0: a tragic freak accident which broke her neck and left with permanent nerve damage. Despite being perfectly disabled in constant pain, over the last 10 years she held pig pistols together. Pig pistols provided when a purpose for life, something that was bigger than her. Over the years, pig pistols inspired Judicial briefs from the Supreme Court case from Mel to and Grace DC and other cases. After the pulse cycle of tragedy, Pink Pistols was deluged, both with media people wanting to join. We grew 500% plus, plus shortly after the pulse. Overall, we actually got balanced, even favorable press from the mainstream media. I'm grateful for all the Pink Pistol members who stepped across the country and the media during these trying times. It was immediately at the pulse that Operation Blazing Sword was founded by Aaron Play. Aaron has been a superstar. Earlier this year, we started to process of merging Operation Blazing Sword and the Abyssals. Due to help, Wendy was looking for someone that she believed had an energy and a passion and that she could pass the torch on to her. said, One hand falls, another rises. Today, she gives Great honor to pass the leadership of the Pistols to her friend my
1: friend, Evan Pillay.
0: So please give a rousing applause for Evan Pillay. Thank uh, you, Nicky. Thank you, everyone. Normally, I open with the joke in order to make people feel comfortable, but I don't have seriousness this announcement so let me give you the heart now effective immediately the big pistols have merged with merged into operation Living story effective, effective immediately I am in charge of new pistols at the national level effective, immediately we are now the largest queer program group in the country. I will now explain each point in
1: detail.
0: Effectively, immediately, the Paint Pistols have merged into Operation Blazing Sword. This is the culmination of the process which began last year when Windy Patton, then the first of the Paint Pistols, joined our board of directors to oversee the merger. Now the Operation Blazing Sword and the Paint Pistols are legally one entity is having a step down from her position as first speaker and has seated that privilege and that responsibility to me. She will, however, stay on board with directors. She has a wealth of knowledge and experience that comes from 18 years of working with the paint business, especially filing many judicial anarchist briefs in some very kind cases, such as DC versus Heather, Garuda versus San Diego County, and very serious, this pistols versus BC. Ms. Pat is advised to be welcome for as long as she wishes to get it. And even though she has serious problems, I hope she's around to advise me for many more years. Effectively, I am now in charge of the new pistols at the national level. Each leader of the organization chooses their own title, and the title which I have selected for myself is coordinator. This choice reflects my belief that the current dispersed and disorganized nature of the new crystals has outlasted its purpose. When the new crystals were created, being outed as a could result in losing one job or works. And so, by design, there were no member lists which could be supplied and no central organization which could be supplied by the Cooks. Unfortunately, this also meant that each chapter was on its own and could not expect help from the organization as a whole. If a chapter wanted to go to an event such as a concealed carry class, the members of the chapter would need to raise that money themselves, and if they didn't raise the money, it didn't happen. While that associated structure may have been necessary 20 years ago, in today's social media world, the ability to connect with others is crucial. As Operation Lazing Sword is a private one safety tax development security. We can solicit funds at the national level to have a chapter recommended at a pride festival, by the for a range day, or hold a community seminar. In fact, immediately we are now the largest queer proven group in the country. While there are only 55 active inclusive chapters in North America. There are estimated, between members of the chapter and those which are affiliated with no chapter in
1: particular,
0: 30,000 members across the country. Furthermore, there are also 1,600 Operation Blazing Board volunteer instructors across America, in every single state, and in every major metropolitan area. All of our volunteers are eager to teach and they were queer Many of these volunteer instructors are themselves queer or have family, loved ones. On a personal note, I am thrilled that our two organizations are now one. I was looking at this before I created Operation the Story and in the days after the Pulse Massacre when I realized just how huge my little project was becoming. I asked when she wanted to be in control. She declined due to be extremely busy talking with the media and dealing with a sudden influx of new pistols, but she told me that my project was in good hands and that if possible, we would later join up. As it turns out, we did join up, albeit bigger than a was expected, and in a manner that neither of us will stop. This merger, we have now become the organization that I hope we could be. With Operation Blazing Story being a program for outreach, education, training, and the Pistols being a program for community involvement, mutual support, and continuing education. It is my wish that those people who have received Operation Blazing Story training and who decide to become gun owners then go on to either join the pistol chapter. Or form one in their area. Since we are now the same organization, both groups will have my full support in this regard, and each group has resources the other will quite helpful in completing their mission of education, of safety, and of community. After all, the most powerful sword is the one that is built by two hands. Thank you. Because I don't think personal chapters in the the country. Does this mean that the local chapters are not working with the national?
1: One of the reasons I picked the title coordinator is because it's not
0: dictator. I'm not going to get into everyone's business and tell them how to run their chapter. I'm like What I'm saying is yeah. that if chapters want help from me, they can come to me. I'm not going to force anyone to merge into anything. I'm simply uh, the corporation. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm on the board of the corporation that has absorbed paper vessels. And so you don't tell them how to do their business. They just have a larger pool of resources to draw from. Does that answer your question? Great.
1: Alright, continuing on, we are right on time. The National Firearms Act and you, Todd Raffner, NFA Freedom Alliance, and our Alright, we're we'll going start over. We'll start needs a little
0: break, we're we'll going to start that fresh. We are right back
1: on time, so we can
0: do it with the National Firearms Act and you, Todd Raffner. NFA Freedom Alliance, and NFA Repeal the NFA. I'm Todd Rappin from the NFA Freedom Alliance. Um, it's fun to be behind enemy lines with so many allies and patriots in the Um The national fire Act. you know, Every time I say that, I
1: sort of roll my eyes and you
0: can't believe some of the things that, uh, that are in this law. Uh, I told you before that, that the National Firearms Act has to be one of the single gun laws that I've ever passed this country. and that's saying something. That's um, under ATF interpretation, you can own a rifle that has a 16-inch or barrel or longer. And a shotgun with a barrel that's 18 inches or longer. And you can own a rifle that's actually a pistol with any barrel. But don't put a 20-looking stock on it, a 20-looking brace on it, or you can end up a federal felon if and only if, if you put it under control. It's, it's absolutely one of the stupidest felon laws ever written, and it's about to get even done. Believe it or not. Stupid rumor. Now, the ATF, with pressure from the Justice Department, is about to declare this pump of plastic a machine gun. This is going to be declared a machine gun by the ATF. You guys can probably guess if he's holding up the pump stock. Let's know for a minute that under under Barack Obama's administration, the ATF ruled no less than three times that this piece of plastic was not a machine gun. And, and it took a Republican administration and pushed squishy Republican Congress for us to end up where ATF is most likely going to, to reclassify this piece of plastic as a machine gun. Just when you thought we were, we were winning, we're losing, and we're, in, we're losing our collective mind, I'm sorry, there's no way that this thing is machine gun. And I predict that the NFA Free lines and also to have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to prove that in the courts. Now you might say, who cares? I mean, Part of me doesn't care, but unless you think about it carefully, you should care and you need to care. Why? Because if this thing is classified as a machine gun, what would it take to classify my Toyota Tacoma or your Ford Super Duty as a stealth tank? <laughs> I mean, Charles is telling me to ignore him. I've been doing that for 20 years. <laughs> I mean,
1: my 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 Toyota Tacoma is black, after all. So why not this itself? All right, it's a joke, but 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 honestly,
0: ATF could decide that binary triggers, match rate triggers for certain stocks, even rubber band machine guns. They may decide that certain semi-automatic rifles are as well. If an accessory increases the rate of fire, there's no definition of that. Of a semi-auto, they may decide to call a machine gun and make even more violent. The NFA Freedom Alliance submitted a 17-page objection to this ridiculous proposal, uh, which I'm sure will be more. Um, and we'll find out in a few weeks, uh, but but I'm pretty sure that the API and the, the uh, administration will be more. Um, I will tell you this: I spoke with very highly placed uh, folks yeah. in, in DC, some lobbyists, some legislators, who told me straight out that votes yeah. were there for a Bill Cassidy. The current time, think about that. Because the, the votes were there to ask a Republican Congress yeah. to outlaw this pump this, this So in the mind of some folks, the best course of action to ring it, the panellists in Congress was to bump this over to the ATF, to force all congressional action. Well, if the votes were there, they probably were. And maybe the delay tactic was correct. The bill under consideration at the time would have captured all types of devices that we use for competition decisions, shooting and just plain fun Trigger stocks, all types of everyday accessories that we enjoy. So this, this activity has allowed us to dodge a really bad federal we'll bill, at least in the meantime. We we'll probably never know for sure. Yet here we are on the brink of the ATF determining this humble plastic as a machine. So what do we do? We prepare. We plan. We get ready to take this nonsense but if we do, we're going to need a lot of resources, we money. Almost everybody that gets up here is, is explaining to you that we don't have the funds that the Bloombergs and the Soros of the world do. And that's true in this case as well. But beware, if we prevail in court, and we might, because there were prior rulings that said it wasn't machine gun, Now they something suddenly going to say it is machine gun because
1: somebody's decided.
0: If we prevail in court, we might then Congress may be back with their legislative lunacy, And that's something that we have to be prepared for. This battle for our rights never end. It's a lifetime commitment. I want my sons to grow up in free America. And we have a lot of work to do to make it that way for them. We can't be complacent and say, I don't, I don't own one of those stupid things. Maybe you do, but, but uh, maybe you don't. But do you think they're gonna stop the silly plastic guns? No, they won't. They will use any success of the springboard for more gun control because they have unlimited Bloomberg Soros money to relentlessly attack us. So we have to be ready for the fight. Now I'm gonna switch over to silence because we, we talked about hearing the Hearing Protection Act last year. What the nefarious thing it is to try to reduce the sound of a gunshot. It's horrible that we don't want to damage our hearing. Anyone we already have. Right I bet there are ten people in this room that don't have serious hearing loss of culture. But the Bloomberg-funded drones say the passage of the Hearing Protection Act would increase crime, allow assassinations, and get this—this this, I didn't make this up—they claim that people will be more compliant with criminals who use silencers because no one will hear them get shot. I, I mean, they, they actually set this crap in an editorial last year. Speaking of last year, I told you that the Hearing Protection Act is all but dead. Unfortunately, I was right. It's dead. Why? Squish the Republicans. They don't have the guts to take on the left, and we are seeing the results of that.
1: Total inaction on the
0: first possible reform of the, of the National Firearms Act since 1934, they allowed a bill to die that was simply an effort to protect our hearing. If silencers were treated by the federal government the way other safety devices are, the feds would require on all guns. No, not in crazy county. No, silencers are somehow a danger to society. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a second to um to change topics on you, because this is the next thing that the Bloomberg sorrows. Shannon Wan's minions are going to come out after. It's these binary exploding targets. You know, those targets that you mix up in power form uh, that, you, that, that you shoot at at long distance to confirm your hits. They make a nice loud boom and a big puff of smoke when you connect. They're a lot of fun. So, of course, they're going to try them. Their strategy is to take the fun out of shooting. That's what's so important about this issue. is that This is an attempt. You just, in one more way, take the fun out of the shooting. Last year, we defeated a band close to my home county, in Arizona, under the guise of fire convention. Maybe you're thinking, well, those targets are of the Oh, you might be right. Uh, but you really want to give them a win, think about it. Who uses these binary targets except us? Shooters. Nobody else uses them for anything else. Essentially, this is a a shooter harassment tactic, and we shouldn't stand for it. You must fight them on every front. I'm currently working with two of the biggest manufacturers of these parts to be ready for what we know will happen when the fund police go back out on control. Okay? So if you see one of these bands proposed in your local community in your state, uh, please email me or give me a call. I have business cards. You can see me, I'll be out at the knife rights table after after this for a little while and hide my cards. You will give me a call. I bet you they're going to use that stupid video of that guy the NFA, FAA, and just trying to say that they're dangerous. And <laughs> join us, to become a member, get involved, and help us fight. Thank you. <and> <irrigatory noise>
1: Yeah, Florida carry ball. rolls in with an on right. That's
0: why I got stuck out there for a little bit. Sean came out. Michigan yeah. right. right Michigan I was trying Michigan to shot a great guy, a about share, accuracy, and media. Oh, you mean like a 20 I'm going to say, first
1: of all, as a podcasting guy, it's amazing Jeremy,
0: for millions of people. If I happen to get any closest of a little out of the evening, for a bad year, right, sure. probably I want to thank you all for coming. is break. I like to say that our rights policy conference brings out the hard brings out the people who are absolutely committed to our rights. And Saturday this room.
1: It's the hardcore of the hardcore
0: you are here to paint. You all are not going to decide on your work Saturday. You decide to get on your work Sunday. You're going to take Monday off to recover. And this <laughs> is, <laughs> I <laughs> appreciate it. No, bro, I'm driving home and then got to get up early Monday morning and driving out to Kentucky. No, bro, <laughs> <laughs> Using new media to advance gun rights. Yeah. I have I it a few things that I don't like yeah. about that time. New media. Laws started, the very first of what is considered a law started in 1994, and they were turned and came into common vernacular as a law in 1997, 21 years ago. And that's So we're not yeah, That's right, they're open. Everything that is new media now came from laws. And the second part of that is your bans and gun rights. Guns don't kill people, right? That means guns don't have rights either. They're inanimate action. These are human rights. basic human rights are enumerated in the first 10 men. I consider you're it, it something you're saying at I you're 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 I consider the amendments no. to, to the Constitution to be even more important than the Bible Do you know him? The know. The <laughs> are The first 10 amendments the are the to important. they define. The human rights are and of oh, the ten they're blind, I mean, though that's a pretty small I think the first two, the right to free speech among many others, and the right to keep and bear arms are the very first two most important of the ten. I only have seven minutes, and I I I gotta be honest with you, I've been so busy with preparing the video and doing uh, hand that. I didn't get as much time to prepare and talk about it. But other people are sure. doing you know, like a fast show of hands. Of people here, how many people in the past month have actually sat down and watched a CBS, NBC, ABC evening news show? Maybe a third, edging on half. Of the past 30 days, how many people have read a blog, listened to a podcast, or watched a gun YouTube video? Every single person, except for about two. I'm gonna say these are not new media, that they are the legacy media. Let me see if you've heard all of the all of the legacy all so yeah, It's yeah. a drive. You can a there or anything more? Anything more? Less than that. But the yes. of the leaders, because old guys like me still have 3.5 floppy disks. The Thank you for that. The media, the whole legacy media, what we've been calling it to be about to now is mainstream media, is nearly dead. (laughs) It's in its death
1: spiral.
0: And it's because of people like us and like you that it is. I would encourage each and every one of you if you don't have a blog, if you don't have a if you don't have a uh, video blog, I don't call them YouTube channels anymore because YouTube is clamping down and everybody else seems to be not as much time. To but if you don't have something going on in new media, your voice is different than mine. You are the rich people that I have.
1: Yeah. The whole beauty of new media is it's regular
0: people. I am a truck driver, right? I've been driving 16 years. I've been around Second Amendment media for about six. I consider myself to be fairly successful in Second Amendment but I haven't done anything special other than just not quit, make some great friends, and keep going and keep putting myself out there. You can do that too. It is not that difficult. It's not that expensive. For me to run a podcast, a podcast network that reaches the network, I'm going to say, reaches a the neighborhood. The, my individual podcast reaches maybe 20, dollars You know how much that costs me? Well, I make a, I make enough off of them through sponsorship that I can take my beautiful questions off coffee about once a month. Uh, but if I were to totally out of pocket to run both the network and my show, everything all together, it costs less than five hundred dollars To run a brand new podcast, I don't need you podcasting for $30 a month. All you need is a headset. You can buy it for $30 a month. all you need is a computer and internet connection while the really you lost time. That is one really of you don't want to do and that one guy, you two like goes, audio stuff, I, I, I think, think you audio know, all the other like, What do you, you? what do you need have to get the well, you, you need resume. a resume. Let's build the resume. resume. You know, you went through all that stuff. So like, oh, it's like, that's the point. You need the daykeeper that keeps you from being New media, uh, you will be able to just see. click a button.
1: We're, no one making a difference a difference.
0: The reason we're going to continue making a difference is for time gone, but I'm not doing any hard work. You know, someone else can go crazy.
1: One last thing
0: you can become huge doing this. I have a good friend who's sitting here with me on who doesn't know she's about to uh, brought up to talk about, Amanda Southallee had this little radio show on a little Iowa state, or a little live station, and she grew that, and grew that, and this month she became nationally syndicated, <laughs> and being a small radio program, a podcast to a
1: nationally syndicated, syndicated radio i
0: am uh, losing my ability to speak on a trip Thank you. everyone. you are You are never famous in your home this uh, see this means a lot to me because I'm the and I the I can have my friends see that I hang out with cool flower for friends. And so this is a lot of fun for me. This has been an absolute great. House. So my name is Marco, and I make videos. Paul well, was just telling me how easy it is to make videos. I make videos on my cell phone. I started doing this in 2014. In 2016, I started making videos for GoPro cameras that I bought off of Craigslist. I've watched such a couple months for mountains in my car. And this is is what I do. Uh, My background is different from a lot of other people's backgrounds. I was not a media. I wasn't a program guy when I was growing up. My game plan in life was to be a rock star. But children, boys that play the trombone, do not need to be rock stars. So this is uh, I, I found a new output, which is cool. Well, I've been a band teacher and a musician for I've been a band teacher for 25 years, i a musician for a hundred years. And um, my background's different. I've uh, I've opened up for Donald Hart, I've opened up for Rich Hawks, and fire, and played, you know, I've actually played me. So my background's a little bit different. I, I don't have I don't have any video experience until I started taking stuff on my phone. And the the videos that I take on my phone, I call these things gun brands. And what I do is I play the chunk with one hand and I shoot it up with the other hand. And making these in my local shooting range, um, I put them on YouTube. I started a YouTube channel on there from a friend of mine. My YouTube channel is expanded. I only have about uh, 80,000 subscribers to one of my YouTube channels. But my videos are, are. well, I've got about 200 videos on YouTube, and they can view about, I'm saying about, I'm pretty sure it's a than this, they can view, view about 20 million times all over the world. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> so one of the things that I with as a gun instructor is, i am really short at my... So, um, one of the things that I do as a gun charter is I'm mean, really darn sure that my finger yeah. is there all the time. So, I have a play line. She's going to take a proper trigger and bit I'm not, I'm not trigger. So, the is something that's yeah. super, super
1: important. As I said, I did not
0: go not, to school to, uh, to make, videos. So make videos. It's, it's all better for learning curve for me. The way I see it is this. If you can disassemble and reassemble a 1911 without having a spring going your eye, you can figure out how to make some videos and maybe even edit it them and put them on YouTube. The, the second YouTube channel that I have is I call writing on the turtle. Now, being a rock star, I like seeing a rock star people do stuff. So, one of the things that I've enjoyed over the last couple of years is community okay. cars getting, i sorry, Carpool karaoke, sorry, black out there. Carpool karaoke is a late night guy that gets together a lot of stars. We interviews use them a the car and they in the name with me. I said, well that's pretty cool. And then Seinfeld put out a show called communities in Cars coffee. And it's the same sort of thing. So I figured if, if I can do this, or if they can do this, I should do able to do this too. So I'm a one-man operation. The videos myself. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's cool if you get good with cool people. you. did a card review There are at least two that a week. That's a class. Things, classic, you know, things like hashtags. keywords, i and you I'm to I to give what we call sharp signs. So it's the same thing. There's other ones. Your Yeah. You know, you need to learn how to play before they can start to play spots. So, before you get to the point where you are making these great videos and you think you're going to march first days you and you're going to be you're to right. start your first videos aren't going to be great. But that's, that's okay. There's learning. you to be better by putting the time and putting rest and learning how to take the time to learn how to do this. I, I spent a lot. I spent about, I'm going to say, about 18 minutes. Watching a unity course on using the video editing software that I use. Uh, I just wanted to learn how to synchronize my videos and you know, then figure it out the rest of it from there. So that's, that's the education that I had. But I've learned it's things, learned new tricks, and tried things, and actually learned everything. And I've been some more stuff. So you can't learn how to swim by reading a book. You actually have to get in the pool and so it's not that difficult to make videos. It's not that difficult to start a YouTube channel. It's not that difficult to make a, to make a video on your phone and put it on, on YouTube. I'm going to get started. It's not hard to do that. It, anyone can do this. So um, please check out your webinars. Uh, I, I have one YouTube channel that's called webinars. The other one's called to write chapter with and my ultimate goal is to bring ownership, and ownership. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good <laughs> morning. I'm John Lurie. I've hired no orders for
1: unions
0: and money. I have also known for those who apply to the side of the podcast. If anything this year, can be this past week, is that we are on our culture for it. Everything we hold dear is under attack. It's under attack by an unholy alignment of well-funded, gun-damned body, tech oligarchs, and the mass media. They have the money, they control the fairways, and are increasingly controlling and censoring social media. Moreover, uh, that have gotten sadder, smarter, and are unfortunately increasing pain. increasingly gaining in gain grassroots. They know how to use the younger people. Nothing we know that our goals are satisfy them. What people need to look at what they're trying to do to judge catalog. Or to the bottom, first of all, it's just a test. to be caught on those who are the votes who's going to control the agenda. To understand this.
1: In my past
0: thoughts,
1: I mean, that you guy was to the, the U.S. US, US, US
0: elections
1: and election.
0: like, you know,
1: the U.S. election. Like, people are not pissed about that. <laughs> but we are all winners. <laughs> he was there
0: with the basically, basically like I mean, I mean, not not be like,
1: sure, like you <laughs> idiot?
0: And I don't see men or women, young or old, liberal or conservative, gay or straight, black, white, Hispanic, Asian. I see the special forces of the non-resident people. People who believe in freedom, people who believe in the right to cause self-defense, and the right to keep in their arms, and who have the will to fight for We have to be like the Greek-Redic 18s. Who are sent behind enemy lines create to create insurgencies that strengthen the will of those who are held held our constitutional rights. Let me give you an example. But another court of Washington State ignored the First Amendment implications of suppressing computer and issued a temporary restraining order against Defense Distributed and Second Amendment.
1: A group of civil rights groups, including Cal Guns and the virus policy
0: coalition, who were not covered by the temporary restrictions set up a website and put that code online. They knew we could not stop the signal. I, and hundreds of thousands of others, have gambled those files. I mean, that's the that happened. However, we didn't stop there. A watch. You put the links to it up on Facebook and Twitter and other places on the And then the other to run the Facebook place where I said, "Well, we can't have that. We need to stop it. And so they, every time you put the link up, you'd say, like, This is staying. So start putting the pictures up, holding up the URL, or putting up bar notes. And to this day, go to speech.com. Is still up and muddy and it an infuriates anti-gun anti-special rights elites. And that's just one example. Virtually everyone in this room, and I'm looking in the front of us, every of you has a very effective weapon. Now I know we're in Illinois, but very few of us are allowed to carry here. So what I'm actually talking about are your iPhones and your Android Dad wants to allow you to take pictures, cool. video as well as giving back of the internet. There are a lot well. <laughs> my favorite ones are having us, like Michael Buehler, Shannon Watts, David Watt, surrounded by their large security teams. They don't want you to be able to protect yourself or your family, but one of the things is on their own business. And you know there's a lot of people like that. If you do get those pictures, that's not the on on the pictures you might not get the picture, but you might see the picture. Repost it. Make it go viral. And there is all the about. Likewise, if you're out of shopping, you can a store or restaurants. Post it against here. Take a picture of it. Post on the internet and ask why? Why do you want to, need to be a judge of and have my family and my loved ones unprotected? As the society has said, Nothing wrong. I'm for nothing but society. Ask. Go for events things sponsored by the gun control lobby, or with their catwalks, recorded on your phone, Take pictures of the demanding models for the student margins. Now, here are the reports in the media. when you see, oh, they have this many people here. I have pictures that show that
1: they can be quite inflated and
0: maybe a lie a little bit. Remember, my late friend, Paul Omer, was so, at bearmarkers.com. So it's anti demi How's the sound? Is it still OK? can barely hear this. He took pictures from all angles. And he showed how they were structuring their pictures and they had hundreds of more things than they actually had. I call it when goes for an You catch a bass and hold it up like that, and it looks really big. It's fake pictures. He explosive lies and how they great the photo and make it seem like they there. My final thoughts is to really We to advance our rights and our culture. We have the tools, we just need to have the world to do
1: something. All
0: right, good morning, everybody. We're almost at the end of this, and as Paul uh, said, you are the true uh, hardcore patriots of the African community. Stick this out. This has been a wonderful conference,
1: and uh,
0: I'm just taking a you mark. You're doing a great job. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about new media. Uh, I want to second and third, and whatever. All everything that everybody's been saying so far. First, I mean, there's just some numbers that you do you know, podcasting. Napoleon's mm-hmm. outlined how easy it is to get into it. Podcasting is growing. here. 550,000 podcasts or something like that now on that license. And it's growing like a week, it continues to grow. Uh, it's very easy to get that voice in there that, right? Uh, the
1: listenership of
0: podcasting has grown monumentally. Uh, we're now, it's about 73 million people that now uh, into that listen to a podcast monthly. That continues to grow. Now, I love podcasting. I listen to these guys, podcasts, they do a fabulous job. Probably, I listen to about 10 podcasts right now, uh, ranging from tech to guns and to finance to whatever. Uh, well, where do you wind up listening to the product? Where I do it is on my phone, when I'm at the gym or something like that, people listen to in their car. This is a great way to be able to get a message out very easily because we, we are a very rural society. The phone, those, are smart, those who are smart, you know, not a different. Uh, you know, out there. but you know, when you do this, this is a great thing to be able to, to capture. Now, one of the things I've gotten into for the last uh, year has been you know, going recently Facebook Live. I had an opportunity, and I took it. A friend of mine runs uh, a smart number, I guess, it was site called Right Wing News. So that's got about three and a half million likes. Likes are great, but you know, there's there's a lot more trolls in there. Not uh, everybody is working at your content every day. You know, anybody who's experienced Facebook, you know they Alan Bradley in the rear end. Uh, they are constantly changing it because they really don't want you to have your content out there for free. They want you to turn everything. They, have out they want, They're going to monetize your content. You can't monetize it. Uh, but still, it's been a great way to do things because it, has a, it you know, takes uh, a phone. You know, I actually went ahead and bought a little more expensive camera so I could actually, if I want to. Uh, for a small fee uh, broadcast to multiple things like YouTube Live and Periscope and things like that. I like Periscope, but I will say, uh, I mean, it's not Periscope, it's a very interesting comment. You know, at least, at least with right wing news, I don't think are required to understand. because I know that the board would they about. So There's a tool out there, I I share, and I'm going to share, not as a result, the ask. You start listening on this a year. You have kind of a really, what, what is doing you know, this you know, every it's day. 11 a.m. Eastern time, you do a live. If you're, you're, you're right, right. the, so the right. page, you can then get a reputation following. And I do what you should know, be done. But I post yeah. that on my page and And that's a that message. And that's one of the great things about using the media, is that you can share a lot of that's going to be really important in school. We themselves. have to be able to get them read out. We are, you know, people in this room know a lot about the second amendment the But we have to go up there and the others. So we've got to find out a way of going out and doing that. And I think it's going to be the key to go out and use that. But you pick up your phone. You know, as the child said, take pictures. But you know, what I think is worth doing more, too. And I'm not going to lose this. Take video and then do this wrong video. There's nothing more damning you know, for these left wing gun people is to hear them in their own words when they're going to push them by their own talk. Just let them speak. Put on video, share on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Uh, you know, they will be, they're going to run worse than anything that comes down to I
1: it's better to have here. If anybody took any pictures of Sanford, them on the newsletter.
0: Okay. All right. Our next speaker is um who a very good friend of mine He is the only individual, i on 10 years, a lot. of other great the world. The only individual guest but i've actually named a second the alan Corwin experience that's what i call him whenever he's on because it is truly an experience to listen to alan Corwin. alan is word i would say probably the most dynamic one of if not the most dynamic the fascinating speakers that we
1: have its his sense of humor
0: his intelligence his ability to communicate what we all need to hear when it comes to our education or our education system is than now important. Now important. Now important. Experience twenty eighteen GRC. Is a man in the front row here?
1: Man, to stand up.
0: I want to thank you for something. I want to thank you for reminding us that balls are sensitive, but vaginas can really take a pound of <laughs> <laughs> we need to know that, and in the interest of fairness,
1: inclusivity,
0: tolerance, diversity, social justice, multiculturalism, and affirmative action, I want all the men to stand up and be recognized. Come on, men. Mm -hmm. You guys do a good job. Let's hear a yahoo.
1: Let's stretch. You've been here a long time. The men are good too. And the women are good. And
0: all this stuff of divisiveness. I don't like it. Now I sent in a list of what I want to speak about, and somehow it says I'm going to speak about the jihad against your guns. I've written a lot about jihad. I'm not going to speak about jihad today. That's divisive. That's not what I want to do. I want to draw us together. Now you can avoid that. Before I begin being a word guy, I've written 14 books, 10 of them are done long. I want to talk a little bit about words. This has come up a few times. Is there anybody in here who's pro-gun? I can't hear you. Is anybody pro-gun? So I want to that that's a very bad idea. And here's why. If you're pro-gun, what's the other side? Anti-gun. They think guns are bad. They think the right position to take is to be anti-gun. So if you're pro-gun, you're a maniac, you're the devil, you're the enemy, being pro-gun makes you lose the argument right there. I think you're pro rights If you're pro-rights, what's the other side? Anti-rights. Anti-rights. Who wins that argument just on the words? You do. And they do this this to us all the time. They want you to say you're pro-gun and to them you lose. If you say you're pro-rights, so you're a gun guy, huh? No, I'm pro-rights. Why are you? And you win based on the words. Don't concede the argument on the words. They do it all the time. They want you to talk about gun violence. There is no such thing. That is a term of art and it's propaganda. It's crime. We've got to do something about all this gun violence. We have to do something about all this crime. It's crime that we're fighting. It's criminals that we're fighting. Gun violence is nonsense. The technical word is bullshit. You should never say gun violence. When you hear a reporter, a friend, a pundit, a relative say gun violence, you should say them, you mean crime? We have to reduce crime. They say assault weapon. You can't define it. There is no such thing. Don't talk about some terrible restriction from World War II about selective weapons. You lose them. Assault is a kind of behavior. It is not a kind of hardware. There are no assault weapons. There are only household firearms. The kind you'd find in any American household and of course, for some of you folks, that's Belfand War. Yeah.
1: And they keep talking about shootings and
0: mass shootings and shooters. We're all shooters. Being a shooter is a good thing. It's honorable. It's decent. All Americans should be shooters. They're talking about murderers and mass murderers. And Love that point. And they kept talking about school murderers and mass murderers. The whole debate would change, but instead they talk about school shooters and shooting and the dead-grade shooting, which is the number two participant sport in America. It's bigger than golf, which is number three. Golf is the front Change of paper or lack. Shooting is never on the front page of the paper except when they're talking about murder, which they don't talk about. The whole thing is skewed. If it's in the news and it's about guns, it's probably 100%
1: wrong.
0: The reporter from the examiner who said reporters want to get it right, he and I disagree on that point.
1: And you never see Guns save Lives, Guns Stop Crime, Guns
0: Are Good, Guns Are Why America's Free, and Guns Are Fun in the news. A 100% error of omission. And they only talk, there was a story here in Chicago about a, sh- a murder in, I almost said about a murder in Maryland. Murder in Maryland is not news in Chicago. They got plenty of murders here. All right, I'll start. I was fortunate recently to be invited to a meeting of 13 deep thinking, highly intellectual people for two and a half hours over lunch. And we examined some of the critical issues of our time from our perspective. And the question came up, what is America? And I ask you today, what is America? And it seems to me this is a question without an answer. Because America is as many things as there are people to define it. It's a topic that can fill libraries and not even scratch the surface. But it dawned on me that a few fundamental principles of America stand out. These are principles that have made America great they are reasons America is a shining beacon of real hope for the entire world. America, these are guidelines that people have adopted in their hearts, instilled in their families. These are understandings that drive people from their homes across the entire planet to our borders. These fundamental principles are the American way, and this can be defined. Like many of you, I'm a champion of the American way. I just didn't know that's what it's called. The American way is hard work, and it's keeping the benefits of your hard work. It's ownership of private property and the sanctity of a contract between the king. It's the idea that you and you alone own the fruits of your labor. It's the idea of paramount importance of self-ownership. You and you alone are responsible for you. It's a tautology. The king doesn't own you. The State doesn't own you. You own you. This isn't the right you demand or get from the state or earn. It is a fundamental right from the fact that you exist. It's a right that comes from your creator by nature. It's the natural order of things. And it's honored here, but nowhere else. That's why we have achieved so much. The American way is the idea that you Americans can make something of yourselves because you are free to do so. This is the great magnet that draws people here. In 2006, 78 nations from Albania to Zimbabwe was below zero. People were fleeing. In America that year, more than 2 million people, risking life, limb, family, and arrest, walked across blinding miles of snake infested desert to get here. That really says something.
1: Now, half
0: got caught and sent back, and half snuck in. Those are problems for another time. But that lower drive speaks volumes about what we have accomplished that their native lands have not. By the way, media reported recently that immigration is way down. Only 200,000 only 200, people. Stopped at the border in 2017. Only 200,000. And they didn't point out that for everyone who stopped, one stayed single. 200,000. When Adam Smith wrote Wealth of Nations in the year of our in 1776, he described principles that tried the American way, although it was too early for him to recall it that. He identified what led to unprecedented opulence, prosperity, abundance, opportunity, and freedom that is the American way. Smith recognized that private property, free trade, self-interest, limited government, and division of labor were the basis of capitalism, cornerstones of personal freedom, and economic security. These are the factors that make you and me special and make the land we live in special and attract many non-Americans to this place seeking to be Americans. But along with the teeming masses yearning to be free, are undesirable miscreants seeking to leech off our success, eat out our substance, and do us harm. Colonel Jeff Cooper put it plainly. Some people prey on other people. I don't like it, but that's the way it is. The American way is the idea that the people are the rulers and the rulers are the servants. We strayed from this? You bet we have. Does that make it any less true or valuable? Not at all. The American Way is the rule of law, individual responsibility, government of limited delegated powers only. It's free markets, free enterprise, low
1: taxes,
0: entrepreneurship, and capitalism. The American Way is law and just, and it absolutely has strong religious fundamental foundations. Whatever your religion is or isn't, It's due unto others as you would have others do unto you. And definitely not, you must submit to our way, no matter how much you believe your way is right. Convince people to follow you and live the the precepts to drive much of what we are. Force people, and you are by definition an enemy of the American way. Neither political party has a good record on this, and we do have an The American way is has generated the most prosperous, generous, productive, creative, inventive, and loving society the world has ever known, light years ahead of whatever is in second place. Our politicians have lost support because they have abandoned our goals. The idea that such a land could even exist was way beyond the comprehension of earlier societies. The concepts that made it possible had not even been invented yet. Uniquely, American ideals of freedom were born by lucky circumstance. Was it coincidence, destiny, divine providence? Who knows? The important thing is that it happened. Our natural geography, limits of technology, self-selected pioneers, thinkers in a brave new world, the abuses and usurpations of the tyrant, the homogenous nature of voluntary leaders, Simultaneous existence of so many geniuses in one place at one time, an abundance of natural resources, existence of such vast expanses of untapped wilderness, favorable entropy, all contributed to the damn lucky creation of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights that set us on our way. When people are turned free to do what they will, they do what we have seen here. Acting in their own self-interest, you persevere, plant and harvest great seeds of innovation and wealth. True Americans, recognizing the great blessings that have been bestowed upon us, share those fruits what no other society has ever done. Americans donate and share more food, more wealth, more health care, more humanitarian aid, more power of righteous self-defense than the world has ever seen, without exception. (laughs) And what about guns? Guns, guns, guns. It's so American. All nations have guns, but only in a scant few to the people. And only in America is there this wildly Western tradition of a gun for every man. Only in America is this broad understanding that guns save lives, guns stop crime, guns keep you safe, guns deter evil. Guns are good. Remington, Winchester, Browning, Mossberg, Ruger, Smith and Wesson, Springfield Armory, cold. Is it just coincidence that Americans have guns and use guns and have invented some of the finest firearms ever known? And the fact that America has been the freest nation on earth, it's not coincidence. Those are why America is still free. Everyone understands and accepts that you're harm slaves and expecting to remain the slaves.
1: Does that mean
0: that the forces of darkness succeeded in their endless effort to overturn our balance of power? And disarm innocent, peaceful Americans, America which is into slavery? Is it safe to confiscate guns from the innocent? I'm not willing to find out, are you? Why would it be safe to give all those dangerous guns to other people just because they have government jobs and pay you your tax money? Trump is literally Hitler. Turning your why can they be trusted any more than any of you who actually earn the money that pays them? What magical writing somewhere says that guns are okay, but only if the rulers have them? Where does it say that a man in government with a shiny badge is any more trustworthy than a man in his own home? we know that just the opposite is true it's our resistance to the bad idea that only leadership should have power that puts the power in the hands of the people and created the american way it's the understanding that the power to govern is only legitimate if it comes from the consent of the government and when the power of government is disconnected from consent, we have classic tyrannies, no checks on leadership, only those latitudes leadership arbitrarily decides to offer. That, my friends, is the anti American point. Guns are exactly why America is free and still free. Guns in the hands of the masses. Help assure that the leadership cannot run wild. It stops in short. Guns are power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> Guns. Slaves must be disarmed. Americans must never be disarmed. The disarmed, docile, subservient Americans ceased to be the magic magnet that it is. Now, there's corrosion in the aging machinery of the American way. Jefferson's warning that the natural tendency is for liberty to yield and government to gain ground is true. And after 200 years of yielding the gain, it's taken us to a very strange place. Our great strides forward are at great risk today, and you know that. The idea of true American freedom, human freedom, freedom from the state, freedom from arbitrary rule, appeal to a power higher than government or any man can exert. These are what give us what we have today. Far too many people, influenced by evil powers reject the very things that gave them the power to speak out against us. We have reached the point where our laws are written by secretive government operatives, working in deep basements, without the light of public scrutiny, who draft endless edicts that can't be read by a person of decent education. These edicts are thrust upon us by our hollow, elected men who are coerced and intimidated in deciding before they have what they're handing and saddle us with unacceptable anti-American sewage whose contents they don't know. Think about that. The laws are written by people you don't know, can't name, can't see signed by people without reading or understanding, and then held against you at the point of a government gun and prison. That, my fellow Americans, is corrupt. It's tyrannical. It's intolerable. None of your reps, even Trump, know exactly what's in the omnibus tax bill or who actually wrote it. Our elected, our elected participants should fall to their knees in shame and tears for what they're complicit in forcing upon this great nation of people. They
1: show no shame, they justify and excuse and continue. How much further does this travesty
0: have to go on before a few heads are on pipes on the K Street Bridge? We have our share of difficulties, and our ability to surmount them is increasingly grim. And when you're a big dog, as freedom has made America, people and groups and nations and even ideologies and nitpickers, the have-nots, the do-nots, the no-nots, freeloaders, and useful idiots, wound up into a frenzy by people of ill will, a disgraceful media to take us down. They seek, to hurt you. they seek to diminish your accomplishments and cast dispersions on your greatness, work to undermine your success, deny, rewrite, and twist history to say it isn't so. They would rather pick at the nits and recognize how far America has drawn humanity out of the primordial group. Americans know haters hate our Too many of our own countrymen are now misled, misguided, propagandized, and brainwashed into hating, blind fuming hatred of the very hand that feeds them. American haters are the most pernicious, deceitful, and dangerous enemies of all that is good and prosperous and beneficial to humanity. Too many exist within our midst, in our Congress and schools and newsrooms, and within the bureaus of the czars. Stars. And they're clever and demolishing their cunning, and left unchecked, they will indeed ruin the greatest society this planet has ever seen, and then dance in the bloody gore of the happy baby. If you believe in the American way, if you have benefited from the American way, if you want your children and their children and generations to come, both here and abroad, to best in the life of the American way, then you need to rise up in all your righteous glory and indignation, and denounce the silent song of those who bring and ridicule what you have personally achieve. Every day of your life, you need to say, I am an American. I can do this. You need to say the obvious and flatly refuse to participate in the debilitating socialist disease of political correctness. Don't joke about it. That makes it stronger. That reinforces it, denounce it. You need to substitute e word uno for many one for the left-wing sickness of multicultural divisiveness. You need to know that belief in limited government, low taxation, delegated powers, free markets, free enterprise, property gun ownership, and earn respect, religion, personal responsibility, makes you a moderate not an extremists. Those who tell you to reject the core American values—they're the extremists clinging to the superb standards of the American way. Makes you a centrist, a moderate centrist. Left-wing extremists are calling the moderates, the moderates extreme, and the media helps them me sing that song. Only a vile and corrupt media could see it otherwise and then promote an upside-down game of the truth. You must loudly and publicly object to laws that violate the separation of Congress
1: and the states, laws that
0: violate the 10th Amendment by delegating forbidden powers, laws that grow up illegally laws that use color and sex and language to force compliance importance and deceptive non-equality equal treatment under the law not enforced treats and benefits in income redistribution especially treatment for favored groups is the behavior of tyrants taking guns from people who legally own them is Fringement, and the perpetrators deserve prison. We are and must remain a nation built on merit and compassion, not sexual dictates giving away your money to other people. Don't be afraid to speak what you know and what's in your heart. Speak up. Your country needs it. You can do all these things and keep america at her heights of glory you can for generations to come preserve all these things that made america great and a striking beacon of liberty <clears throat> for more than two centuries you need to ask yourself of every proposal that comes down the pipe does it maximize freedom that's the question because it maximizes freedom, if it maximizes freedom, it's good. The founders knew that. That's what got us to this great pinnacle of success from which we're now slipping. If it would do good, but it doesn't maximize freedom, it must be rejected. If government can take action, but has no authority to do so, it must be rejected is always another way, the American way, I can do this. I am an American. Thank you, God bless America. How many people were always out there?
1: Four minutes, a I'll just
0: say this as a radio hostess, he and John Otter are my favorite guests. I can ask them multiple questions, leave the studio, go to the restroom, get some coffee, come back right on time for the break, and say, Alan, I'm usually thinking you need to take a break. We're going to all right, quick announcement for you, extra books. You saw the books in the came that everybody's got this book everybody gets done? We have extras. They're on a table, and they're labeled free. So take what you want. You want to distribute them for your others who will gain them, please do. Don't leave them out there. If pass where You use the cases, go ahead and take some, OK? This is about right now. we are on time. we are time. all six years. we the This have the last one. for remarks. Okay, this is the resolutions committee, the report of the resolutions committee. Richard Feldman, Independent Firearm Association, will join us. G Jennings, chair and activist of women and guns columnist, Tiffany Johnson, Tennessee activist, Don Moran, President of the Illinois State Rifle Association for remaining. Yes, President, and
1: Director
0: at CCRKBA, and Robert Reese, Trustee, Second Amendment Foundation.
1: We're not changing the definition. (laughs) Resolutions are
0: submitted by the, the military <laughs> yeah. so to, to the country. The criteria
1: yeah. is a month resolution two must be yeah. applicable to the
0: United States. Three, it must be for the gentleman. Yeah. Membership of their and not a suggestion of mm-hmm. many of or group organization and toward it must include an action that can be taken to be preferred. The resolutions are not meant to make the attendees feel good, but to be a motivation for the work in which they will devote themselves during the year. Get something out of here, or don't have something more about Resolutions, therefore, represent the future of Resolution That's 1. The Indian Farming Resolutions, the Resolution. Right, so, Whereas in May of 1986, Congress passed when mm-hmm. the President signed into law the Firearm Owners Protection Act, and the provision of that legislation was to ban the importations and manufacture of machine guns, which need not have been included had the nation's gun owners so advocated. But, Sorry. on yeah, Twitch And whereas, in the fall of 1986, at the first gun rights policy conference held in Yellville, Washington, Mrs. Linda Farmer of Georgia introduced a resolution that any attack on one class of firearms is an attack on all classes of firearms. And whereas the farmer resolution was approved by the delegates in attendance without opposition and has been proposed and approved by the delegates in attendance at every gun rights policy conference since 1986,
1: and whereas sense.
0: further restrictions on firearms, ammunition, and components of each continue to be made, and whereas the second amendment guarantees the right to keep and bear arms and arms are not limited to firearms. Now, therefore, being resolved by the Assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September, 2018, that gun owners across the nation continue to support the arm Amendment to an attack on any class of arms or components thereof is an attack on all class of arms. Right now. Thank you.
1: Any discussion?
0: Do we have a way of having discussion? Do we have any microphones? Okay, welcome.
1: Just in case it comes up.
0: Hearing none, seeing nothing. Um, All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Any opposed? Resolution is adopted. Resolution 2 does not have quite the history of our resolution, but it's been here since 2006 when the Second Amendment sisters first proposed it. Whereas we have a right to life, we have a right to protect that life and the lives of those around us, we therefore have the right to the means to do so. And whereas gun-free zones deny us the means to protect our lives and thereby put our lives at risk. Now therefore be it resolved by the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference of Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2013, that gun-free zones be eliminated wherever they exist. Do I have any discussion? All those in favor. Aye. Opposed. Resolution is adopted. Resolution three. I will explain to you that the resolutions are sometimes slightly edited by the committee, and sometimes they're radically edited by the committee. And if they are radically edited, you say that. Resolution three. Whereas we need to advocate for the Second Amendment, and whereas we need to put a face to this purpose to normalize fire ownership, now therefore be it resolved by the Delegates Assembly to the Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will meet face to face with our elected representatives. Moving through. Any discussion? All those in favor are opposed. Uh, Resolution four it's it's
1: submitted by Matt Hall afterwards,
0: edited by the, the resolutions mm-hmm. Committee.
1: Whereas There's the Hughes Amendment to the Firearms so, Owners
0: so Protection Act yeah. closed the National Firearms Act Registry for machine guns after May 1986. making it were unduly difficult to obtain them. Now therefore, the resolved by the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will advocate to our, advocate to our federal representatives to repeal the use amendment of the firearm Owners protection. Any discussion. All those in favor? Aye. Opposed.
1: Resolution
0: five, submitted by Tristan Manners, edited by the resolutions committee. Whereas the rhetoric of gun control propaganda has recently shifted to vulfine the mere purchase and ownership of, gun, of guns by law-abiding and responsible Americans Now therefore, be it resolved by the development of the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, the 23rd of September 2018, that we must work towards dispelling these myths about gun owners through our community involvement and education.
1: Any discussion?
0: Hearing none, all those in favor? All right. right. Opposed?
1: Motion carries. Resolution six, submitted by Dr. Ritter.
0: Whereas night owners deserve protection from inconsistent state laws while traveling in your state. And whereas in 1958, like the 1958 Federal Circuit Playground prohibits Native Americans from possession of these knives on their own land, and whereas the religious possession of these knives is the on the Argentine
1: territory.
0: territory, and whereas like it is inconsistently in different jurisdictions, different and, jurisdictions. jurisdictions.
1: and whereas
0: it unduly impedes interstate commerce of these mines. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will advocate our federal legislators to pass the Gun Owners Protection Act, including repeal of the Federal Switchblade Act, H.R. 84 and S. 3264. I, I, really, I, I question them, but I didn't think about the ask. Okay, we have a discussion here. Yeah, discussion.
1: Somebody is considering that I made a mistake. I can't possibly imagine that that happened. Um, I I
0: said, i down, I said, done. I um, said, I'm looking for where I said, i said, yeah. Uh, I apologize. Okay. Now, there. and it was my mistake. It's not good now. Uh, now, therefore, I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell But I also want to now, therefore, be it resolved that the delegates assembled at the United States Conference of Chicago Illinois, this 23rd day of September, 2018 that we will advocate to our federal legislators to pass the Life Roads Protection Act, including the appeal of the Federal Switchblade Act, HR 84 and F-264. Any discussion? Any more
1: discussion? All those in favor? Opposed? Yeah.
0: Resolution 7 is submitted by Whereas, the Senate is attempting to pass S1092, the Interstate Transport Act. And whereas, this act does not provide actual protection for nightowners traveling interstate. And whereas,
1: this is where it says firearms on Whereas this act of established and precedent for attempts to give Doug, are you here? He left. He left. Excuse me, how about change? <laughs> for attempts to give some of the Nightowners Protection Act,
0: now therefore, be being dissolved by the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will advocate our federal legislators to not yes, yes 1092. Okay. Does anybody need every an Okay. Yes, so good. Job. Resolution 7 submitted by Doug Ritter. Whereas the Senate is attempting to pass S 1092, the Interstate Transport Act, and whereas this act would not provide actual protection for night owners throughout the interstate, and whereas this act is established and precedent for attempts to fix the night owners' protection act. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the delegates assembled at the Human Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, the twenty-third day of September 2018, that we will advocate to our federal legislators to not pass S-1092. It's true, David. You have to keep bringing that up to him. Any discussion? All those in favor? You're hardcore if you're listening to this. Opposed? Resolutions can be kind of boring. Sometimes they're really crazy. uh, Whereas we want our Second Amendment rights in the future, and whereas we need to grow the basic people who support the Second Amendment, now therefore be it resolved on the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will get out of our comfort zones and invite newcomers to the gun community
1: and non-gun owners to a competition, the range on a month,
0: or to GRPC next year. Any discussion? All those in favor? To be like protected by the Second Amendment. Oh, second so amendment right, but no. Yeah.
1: no, I do not. No, no, if it's a resolution. Resolution nine submitted by Mark Runquist.
0: Whereas the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act of 2017, also known as HR thirty-eight would institute national reciprocity for state-issued concealed carry permits, and whereas state training requirements for concealed carry permits are inconsistent, and whereas states are currently free to set prohibitively high qualification standards for concealed carry permit eligibility, and whereas some states rarely issue permits or refuse to issue them altogether, now, therefore, be resolved by the delegates assembled at the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago, Illinois, this 23rd day of September 2018, that we will encourage our federal legislators to amend H.R. 38 to add the following provisions. One, to prohibit states from imposing concealed carrying performance perform standards that are more stringent than the FBI pistol shooting qualification and two, to require the federal government to serve as a concealed carry Permit Issue of a Last Resort for residents of any state that fails to issue permits to residents of that state who are not
1: federally prohibited from possessing or transporting the firearm.
0: I'm going to close this one. Is there any
1: discussion? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Having the
0: federal government be an issue of a permit to do anything is a prescription for disaster. The federal government has the fecal touch. There you go, assigning something to it, turn something into exactly that. I would encourage everyone in this room to vote no for that
1: resolution you. I, I can say
0: it. The committee is recommending a vote of no on this quarter. Exactly the reasons that Charles brought up. The motion
1: is to encourage our federal legislators
0: to amend HR 38 to add the following provisions. One, to prohibit states from imposing concealed carry performance standards that are more stringent than the FBI or fiscal shooting qualifications. And two, to require the federal government to serve as a concealed carry permit issuer of last resort for residents of any state that fails to issue permits. The residents of that state who are not federally prohibited from possessing
1: Is there any further
0: discussion? All All those in favor? Those opposed? No. The resolution is not adopted. Yeah. Thanks, Charles. And Mark,
1: you're up. On. Oh, sorry. That is the conclusion of the resolution
0: to this report. Oh, I do have, I do have an announcement for everybody who stayed here. We have, if you are on Facebook, there is a private group called Friends Who Went to Gun Rights Policy Conference in Brenton State's GRPC. Everyone who is here and anyone who was at the conference, but I never got a chance to say it, is welcome to join that group. So you go to friends who went
1: to gun rights policy conference. Say.
0: Let me know. Later. All right, everybody have a good time? Yeah, you diehard here by other. Well, we're a little bit early, so I'll just uh, start the close out by introducing Alan here and tell you that in the years I've been coming here, I don't think I've ever this, this conference felt different to me. I mean, did you feel the same way? There's like something in the room that's powerful. Maybe it's because we're in Chicago. Maybe it's because we know these action coming. Maybe it's because we know where is finally where we are seeing before. Maybe it's because we feel more energized for those reasons. And that puts some energy out. Of the room, I'm not sure, but I can tell you one thing: that's a great time to be a gun owner. It's a scary time, right? Anybody feel that fear? You need to feel that fear because if you lose that fear, that fear, that loss of get Everybody in this room knows what happens. What happens when the
1: president's take over, right? Barack Obama will see
0: returns. Hillary Clinton will a term. Trump can lose a direction. The midterms don't go our way. So I want to thank everybody for coming out and meeting. And I want to thank everybody that spoke on the It's wonderful to be here. Can't wait
1: to Phoenix next year. So just like that, it's everybody in the theater.
0: For now, I'm going to turn the right over to Alan Bowman He started and think he's going
1: to take it to a <laughs> well,
0: Thank you all for staying on so the bitter end, so to speak. I hate to say bitter end because I always like things to hand. Uh, a lot of work for you the know, these conferences on, uh, it takes months. Uh, i people have man hours uh, staff to Amazing work of volunteers. All the doctors, very and setting it up. Uh, a lot of money was contributed to pull of event on. And I always think we can really get well. It was our money well spent? But I really care about getting a lot of thanks for our buck. And quite honestly, we got more thanks for our buck from this charity than ever. Maybe and- even 32 of it. So let
1: me
0: tell you why. We need to thank more than 15,000 people that watch part of this on Facebook Live. And of course, it's part of on Facebook as well. It's a lot, many, many, many more will be watching it. So we'll probably have no idea if people over the next several months will actually get a chance to get informed educated, find out what's going on, we just here in the room. And that makes about dollars a second. And Again, I uh, always think of people, the audience itself. What getting out there, uh, their participation, the expression on their faces. I'm very excited that all work out and the work, effort, and cost of this conference is more than worth it. I look forward to seeing you all next year in Phoenix as well. Uh, many people can move to the first line and they realize you uh, wouldn't going to start another bandwagon if you any of it. It becomes like a real family. We recharge, recharge the energy batteries. This year, you know, after Martin shooting, February 14th, we've really been uh, doing double duty without increasing any staff and workloads been unbelievable. The point where we we'll really get sort of maybe burned out or worn out. This really energizes and recharges on my batteries go on for the rest of the year to keep fighting. I want to thank all of you for sharing your energy with me. And again, my great appreciation for the time you have Thank you for the end of the conference. Much appreciated. I look forward to working with you all in the future. Thank you. <laughs> the, oh, you the, the, <laughs> the recording of this conference will be on LibertyWatchRain.com. Also, we have a uh, fight. Friends. LibertyWatchRadio.com, Click on GRPC you'll be able to get it a free download. You might click download. Thank you. If any journalist needs it for a deadline, come up here behind the screen, present it with a thumb drive, and I'll give you the whole conference. If it's a journalist or an a staff, come on up. Otherwise, not needed. Thank you.
1: Right on. Thanks, everybody. We'll, uh, out. Right